0: Fuck. That's a laser raptor. I thought the winning sink thousands of years ago.
1: And my pants are yeah. What's
2: going on? <laughs> Dude, I would totally be like a free-range flamingo master
3: broadcasting live from the internet. It's Tuesday night and this is the Panels on Pages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Ooh,
2: look, I switched the head around. Eat a dick.
3: Jason Nye. Does Nick Fury look like a
4: bitch?
1: Then why are you trying to fuck him, Brad? And Jose Gugman.
4: Don't tickle me. You (laughs) won't like me if you tickle me.
1: I'm going to blank you so blank
4: down there. I'm just going to leave him a mess when I'm (laughs) done. Check it out. Pee-pee in my mouth.
3: So strap in and shut up. We've got a show to do.
2: What's going on, kids? It is June the 2nd. Yeah, the 2nd. we good about that. Fucking nailed it. 2015, this is episode number 105 of the PanelsOnPages.com podcast. You can find this and all our other shows at PCN.PanelsOnPages.com. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Nice. Thank you, Based God. <laughs> Jose Guzman. I am Gift
4: Boulevard
2: <laughs> and the, the one and only uh Kelly Harris, Climb and get Kelly. What's up, sir?
0: You guys Crisly really does know best. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just going over the shipping list for tomorrow's trying to you know trying to get a, a jump on things cuz I'm going solo a little bit. Now that uh, the, the Mrs. is out of, uh working got a new job. That's awesome. And so she's uh in Nashville this week training, you know just kind of in the uh, local hub they have up the there. The big city! <laughs> <laughs> Nashville's not a small city, but it to imagination. No, it's and, not. And it wouldn't be a big deal, but traffic's a motherfucker because... Oh, she's driving in and out every day? Yeah, just oh. today, t- just yesterday, tomorrow, and Wednesday. like to kind of get her feet wet and kind of know what's going on. Same company, just different position. And so you now I'm having to do all the shit, you know, the, all the drop-offs, pick-ups, everything, going fucking solo. So I'm trying to get a jump on things a little bit. So I'm like, hey, Let's get the list of tomorrow's comics ready. And I'm just annoyed. <laughs> so many weird fucking Secret Wars books and every goddamn Star Wars book from Marvel comes out tomorrow. That shit's irritating. That doesn't have to happen.
1: Well, I mean, it works out. DC books. It works out if all you get is Star Wars books. You can just go one day a month.
2: Yeah, but if not, it's irritating. It's just too much. Too much in a day. And, you know, yeah, sure, DC books, if you say so. <laughs> I guess they're there.
4: DC still makes comics? I thought they, they only did TV shows.
1: Watch Secret Wars and Convergence end, and it totally turns Lee into a DC fanboy over Marvel. Convergence
2: is
5: over. <laughs> yeah, Convergence oh, okay. is over. Okay.
0: It, and it was garbage.
5: How long
1: has it been going on for? Two months. <laughs> shit, if, shit if I knew.
0: It only existed because DC was moving. Right, right, Yeah, right. they just needed to kill two months.
2: Yeah, that's it. Now they're moved in, so everything's fine. I was thinking last night, because I was laying in bed reading comics, as I want to do, and, you know, just annoyed by some stuff. Like, you know, I will talk about it again at the end of the show, but I was reading that, that Inferno book, the Inferno Secret Wars book, you know. I just got annoyed by it. Like It just it's fucking irritated me that it exists. Like, it's not very good. It's not bad. But, like, you know, it doesn't seem crucial to anything. Like, and it's just, it's not going to matter once it's done like it's, it's just you know kind of like not what i that's not, that's not you know some people don't care but like you know i like to like to be a little meat on the bone of the comics that i'm reading and there's no meat on a lot of these bones i just got fucking annoyed by it and it's like you know what there's enough great shit happening in comics that i won't miss not reading some of these Marvel books if that's what it comes to <laughs> there's just too much other good things but hey, guys! Extreme convention to number one—comes out tomorrow, so hey, that's gonna be cool. Sure. And years of future past. And executioner song. I'm sure it'll come out by the time this is over with. And deadly attractions and other Marvel '94 Fleer Ultra trading cards.
1: Deadly attractions.
0: <laughs> that's a thing, motherfucker. The hunt for Xavier. Yeah.
1: Oh, I thought you were just doing a play on. Because I remember Fatal Attraction's was a, a an X Men event.
2: Oh, that was called Fatal Attractions. Well done.
1: Ah, got you. I was serious, <laughs> but was wrong. <laughs> no, I w- I was just assuming. At first, I thought I thought it was a a spin, a, like a like a parody kind of like how it's years of future past instead of days of future past. But then I was thinking that maybe they did a Fatal
2: Attractions and a Deadly Attractions. God, now we just gave him an idea. They, they what happened? <laughs> Ten bucks, we need. Uh, so, what the hell is going on this week? Let's see. Um, Thursday last week was Jax's birthday. Well, man is a year old already. That doesn't quite seem like it's a thing that should be happening. He's a year old, and he's got the hairline of a forty-two year old. <laughs> he's got like some hair now. It's very <laughs> fine and like very like fine. light color. But he has yeah. more hair now than Zoe did when she was two.
4: He's one and thinning.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and fucking baby like already.
4: First one year old
2: baby with a comb over. He's, <laughs> he's not a slight child, you guys. He's a, he's a big old boy. It comes he's from a, big stock. He's a big boy. Big stock. Good you know, sweet kid though. We went to the uh aquarium <laughs> in Chattanooga after and people said it was a big thing we had to go check out, so we took the day off of work went down there. And was, it was I, pretty cool. It's in two buildings. Which is kind of neat. Like then they're in they're two tall buildings, like four-story buildings. And it's like one side was like the river encounter, and the other side was like the ocean encounter, whatever the fuck. And it was kind of cool. I've never seen them do an aquarium quite like that before. But it was really neat, man. They had some like giant fucking like just river monsters in one of the one of the giant tanks. There was this, you know, 12-foot long, you know, abomination fish. It just looked like an accident. Like... <laughs> Like, nothing makes me confident in the absence of like a divine, intelligent creator quite like the aquarium. Because like if people that wrote religious texts saw some of this shit, they'd know better. Because these are cosmic fucking accidents. <laughs> like, there's there's no, no divine hand at work in some of these monstrosities. They're, they're just terrifying abominations. Or maybe that's where dragons come from. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not sure where they came from. But good, good, good times, man. The the kid had a good time. He was like not an asshole at all. He was a good dude. And at the the fucking little food court in the middle, there was a Zoltar machine. Oh shit! I saw that. Yeah, I saw that picture. That was
4: pretty fucking cool.
2: (laughs) You know, we're we're buying pretzels and shit, and I turn around and uh, Nicole and I both nearly shit our collective pants. (laughs) And like Zoe had, we just watched Big with Zoe a few months ago, and so she kind of had a frame of reference for it too. But I'm like, give me a dollar. And they go. They read, they read. Nicole threw a dollar in there, and he was talking and shit. But all these asshole kids were having a good time and too loud to hear what Zoltar was saying. <laughs> it was really irritating. But it spit out the fucking card and everything like it worked. It was a working Zoltar machine. It was crazy. Like, wish I were big. <laughs> but I feel like in the movie there was like a it, it didn't have like the coin thing where the coin went into his mouth. It didn't do that. It's still pretty fucking rad. It's still pretty cool. Oh
1: yeah, because <laughs> in the movie you had to try and get the coin in the mouth or else you didn't get a fortune or something like that
2: At the very least it didn't turn into tom hanks <laughs> unless the coin went his old tar if only it was pretty fucking rad it was cool and then let's see what else um my, my wing zero kit finally came in spent several days building that son of a bitch it's so much fun you guys you build a master grade uh endless waltz wing zero with the fucking feather wings and stuff I'll have you know, I was working on it for three whole days before I cut myself on the exacto knife. So oh. hey, <laughs> that's a that's I'd put that in the win column. Was it
1: all? Uh, is it snapped together or is it glued together?
2: It's snapped together, okay. really, really well, actually. Well, at
1: least, at least you didn't shoot any model glue into your
4: eye like Jose did one time. Ooh, oh, that, Ooh. It, it was that uh, super quick drying. Where oh, it dries on contact. Oh. oh, and it was a Spider Man. <laughs> and um you know how you had you, one it was the legs were split down the middle so one side of the thigh was the the peg and then the other side of the thigh was the hole sure yeah and i guess i put too much of that glue in the hole so when i snapped it
6: oh you know,
4: I, I'm god it in front of me i snapped it and it Aww. shoots directly into my eye and no. you, know, you you blink um uh, by reaction but the time, just the time it took to blink closed my eye. Like Holy I was Holy shit, dude. So I'm banging. This is like 1230 at shit. night. I'm fucking banging on my sister's door. She's sleeping. She's like, what? I'm sleeping. And I got glued my fucking eyes shut. <laughs> <laughs> so she hurried up and got dressed. You know, they had to drive me. I wasn't going to try to drive with my fucking eye glued shut um, and took me to the hospital they had to put some like drops it on my eye to to get the glue loose enough to just kind of open it and then what uh, happened they... here son? Spider-Man goop my eye shut. <laughs> 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 uh, but they said that it, it landed on the white of my eye. Oh, I guys. missed I missed you know the 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 color the iris the pupil Yeah the iris yeah. by like shit a cunt hair Pretty much. <laughs> fucking... Did you still have some glue on your eye? Well, it, it, the glue burnt five layers of my eyeball. Oh, my, oh my God. God. And that's why they said you're lucky because the white heals quicker. So they said you're lucky it you hit the white because the white can, can lose a couple layers and regenerate. But if I were to hit in the middle on any of the color, I would have been done. I, I would have been partially or fully blind. Holy shit. That's fucking crazy. I fived the doc and said, "Thanks for fixing me up." <laughs> Here's a ten spot. Have a nice night. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So shit. after after that, I hold the pieces farther away from me <laughs> and I make sure I don't put too much glue in. So yeah. we're wise,
2: homies, yeah, that's fucking nuts. None of that nonsense. I did get some some like little flex of bits where you know I was trying to just shave off, you know. Excessive run, you know, whatever. I got some of that flicked around in my mouth and eyes, but nothing that's going to cause permanent damage, but I cut my thumb at this weird angle. So it wasn't like straight. It was like kind of like an angle. So I I felt it hit and I looked down like, ah, shit, look down and there's nothing. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Not a big deal. And then about three seconds later, see some blood pooling up kind of under the skin because I cut it at like a 30 degree angle. So it was bleeding in and kind of like pulling up, like from like this weird flap of skin on top. Not a huge cup, but it's just the imagination. But enough that it's bleeding, so I wanted to, you know, cover it up. And like this, nothing will consistently annoy you and inconvenience you, quite like having a fucking band aid on the tip of your thumb. Like, oh, you want a text? It's one handed. Wanna fucking pull your drawers up after taking a shit? Now be careful. <laughs> it's <just> gonna, <laughs> gonna get all up in the way. Like it's just really inconvenient. So I came home to fuck it and I pulled the bandaid off and glued that shit shut. I'm like a man. So where's my super glue? goddammit?
4: Now it's no more done. band-aid,
2: I'm not bleeding anymore.
4: Uh, one of the gigs I worked a week or two ago, everyone kept fucking cutting their fingers with the knives. <laughs> As if me and Randy, no cuts. And every, you know, when we're setting up these gigs, nobody's in there. It's just us working on it. And sometimes maybe the client whose booth we're putting together, but sometimes not. So every now and then you just hear, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Some guy walked off, threw the deuces up, and just kept on walking. are like, oh, he must be trying to say again. <laughs> I got
2: a picture from Kerouac last week. He sent me this picture of an open fucking wound on his finger. He cut his shit to the bone oh. with an exacto knife. I'm like, well, like, that needs stitches. And he goes, nah, if there's a lock on it, it's fine. <laughs> like, you know, I'm all for gluing some shit up, but that only stopped because it hit something hard, I feel like. because Oh, yeah, no, no, for real. The moral of the story is, kids, don't play with knives and blades. But, oh, man. Close, direct adult supervision.
1: I- Exacto Knife's cut so good when it's not your skin. It's nice. Well, they cut good when it's your skin, it's good too. on your skin, too.
2: <laughs> yeah. This fine cutting utensil. Uh, it's fun, though, man. The model was great. It was a lot of fun. That's got to go through the arduous process of putting all those stickers and dry transfer decals on. Had to look what the fuck that meant. There's a a sticker sheet and then a sheet of many less decals. Now, I I made that Ecto one last year. And remember, I talked about how you had to like wet it and, you know, put it on and slide the shit off. It was kind of a huge pain in the ass. This is a similar process, but there's no water involved. So you cut it out yourself and you have to like tape it down where you want it to go and rub it, like apply pressure to it and then pull the front sheet off. Like, it sounds. Really arduous and very pain in the assy, but when it's all done, it's gonna look really fucking
1: cool. I guess I mean they probably do that so that you're not having this thick border around these these detailed decals, so it's not just like a a white border around the these little, you know. I guess they're what
2: numbers and. Uh, I don't know what the fuck it is because the other the other sheet is you know there's a whole lot more stickers than these decals, and they're just on a clear backing, like. Why can't you just put those on the same clear backing? It's very weird. If any maybe because those decal the decal bits tend to be from just looking at it briefly larger, so maybe they want to be less prominent the fact that there is a backing, I don't know. But it's going to be not a lot of fun because you know the, there's no way to apply these without using tweezers. They're they're that fucking small. Like they're really really small.
4: <laughs> I used to hate fucking up the stickers on my on like the GI Joe vehicles and shit. Yeah, man. Oh
2: like, god, yeah. I got uh, when I got Metroplex last year. It took about an hour to get the stickers on him. There's about a hundred stickers on him. They're also much larger, so like not ones that have to bust out the the tweezers like there are a lot less than 100 on this thing I hope, maybe not they might be so small they may be about the same I don't know but that's all we got left but holy shit she looks good it looks real good and you know I may or may not have $200 worth of gun to models in an Amazon cart I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy cool something nice <laughs> <laughs> like oh did you see this dude look at that whoops See, what the fuck else? Oh, um, Wolf Among Us, the Fables game. Played through most of that. And that's a, I don't know if we talked about it last week or not, but it's fucking cool. It's a lot of damn fun. Isn't that also a TV on the radio album? It very well may be.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it's not. Uh, Wolf Like Me. Wolf Like Me, okay. There you go. Single. Uh, fucking love that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: we we uh, And then Nicole and I, the past couple of days, we let it back up just because you know, shit was... You know, backing up like things tend to do on television. But we've been watching maybe four, I guess, episodes of Game of Thrones. uh, I Zombie the past couple Uh. of days. Man, I Zombie is way better than Powers. Like, (laughs) that show's kind of fun, dude. I like it. Like, to the point where I said out loud. While I was watching, I said, this, Nicole doesn't have any basis for comparison, but I just said, fuck, man, this is
5: way better than Powers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish Powers? Is, is Powers is I said, the se- whole season up? <laughs> I said, fuck, this is way better than Powers.
2: Oh, shit, that's right. There's like three more episodes of Powers I need to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lee like, hasn't watched Powers since
4: Daredevil debuted. That's,
2: I'm not going to say that's why, but it is definitely true.
4: <laughs> I saw the, the, the free one, but I never saw anything after that.
2: And it's not bad. It's just not very good either. And like and like I don't believe them. And that's the exact opposite of iZombie. One it, it is pretty good, you know. But like I just buy all the characters. Like all the actors are doing everything right and then they're you know, they're all really likable. Even like the bad guy is really charming and shit. Like, they just it's really, really good. And um uh, the chick that leads, Rose uh, MacIver, I think is her name, she's she played uh, like, supporting character on uh, Masters of Sex on Showtime for a season. And she was, like, one of the RPM Power Rangers for a while, I think.
0: Fuck yeah, she was. Yeah. And she's was like, a great season.
2: She's great, man. Like, this she's is really, really the good. main
0: girl? Yeah. she was.
1: She's also Tinkerbell in Once Upon a Time.
2: Yes. Yes, she was. Yeah. So, I mean, she's awesome. And that show's a lot of fun, dude. It's uh, You know, she takes on certain personality traits of the brains that she eats and so she and she gets like flashbacks and shit like that too so she uses that to you know help solve murders and shit like that and so like you know it's like got the weekly procedural thing done but then the world building that they do with like you know the quiet zombie outbreak in you know the washington state is pretty cool it's it's pretty damn right i like it it's a lot of fun When the the commercials so much better than Powers, the commercials
1: started for iZombie. You know, me and Mary saw one, she was like, Oh, that looks kind of cool. I kind of want to watch that. And I was like, All right, fuck it. Let's watch it. And then the first episode debuted, and I'm like, You want to watch iZombie? And she's like, Eh. And then we've never watched an episode. And she has a very, I'm not going to say short attention span because she doesn't have a short attention span, but she has you know very limited free time and she doesn't want to get into new tv shows especially when we're you know however many 10 episodes probably behind on i zombie by now yeah
2: yeah like 11 i think
1: so it might just have to be one of those that we we pick up you know after the fact on netflix
2: it's it's definitely worth a watch it's fun and like everybody on it's really really cool and then uh last thing i want to talk about before we move on is uh, Kelly Knows What's Up on some fucking Kung Fury, man. Fuck yeah, Kung Fury.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched I watched that. Uh, the lady walked out of the room and said, you go ahead and keep watching this. <laughs> 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 but I did finish.
2: I've been following that shit since the Kickstarter, man. Like That's been on my radar for a while. And then my brother texted me a couple weeks ago. He was like, have you seen the David Hasselhoff video? And I hadn't. And then I go, holy shit, that's from the Kung Fury soundtrack, and he's like, what the hell is Kung Fury? And four minutes later, he goes, holy shit, when's this just come out.
0: <laughs> I'm not wrong. That David Hasselhoff song is actually great, right? It's great! <laughs> okay, good. Because that, that song's pretty awesome. No, it
2: fucking rocks. And if you've not heard it, give it a few minutes. You'll hear it in the break.
5: <laughs> <It's> fucking awesome.
2: <laughs> and they use a lot of clips from Kung Fury in the video, but also like some some you know new stuff they shot just for it, too. But I guess, you know, the Kickstarter made a shitload of money like beyond what they were asking for. So with some of the extra, they, one, got David Hasselhoff to record a song and do a video, and two, made a fucking uh, old-school arcade-style fighter game they released on iPad the same day.
1: And where oh, did this shit. all start? Like, who who's behind it to where they, they got their Kickstarter funded so quick?
2: These guys called Laser Unicorn got, got it, got it started it up, and they had the idea... But it just there's so few guys, like, they just didn't have the resources and the money for it. So they put together this, you know, kind of Kickstarter sh- sizzle reel. It's like, hey, we're going to use, you know, like, lots of composite shots and special effects to do this. Like, here's kind of an idea of what it's going to look like. Like, and hey, here's a busy police station. There's actually two guys on set, you know, just different guys, a different, you know, mustache and hair pieces and shit, you know. And it just, you know, it had, like, you know, some of the dinosaur shit. I think, like, you know, the shot of... Thor coming out of the sky like all that shit was in the trailer and people just really gravitated towards it you know mostly because it's amazing and you know now we have this awesome you know 30 minute little short film which on the one hand I wish it was longer but on the other hand like at that point I feel like it doesn't overstay its welcome yeah like, it's just yeah, the, I, it's perfect, I
4: don't, I don't you know? think it should, if it was any longer it might like split it if it was going to be longer just do two two half hour little ones
2: yeah. But, you know, in 30 minutes, you know, Kung Fury, you know, blows up a evil arcade machine, travels back in time, rides a dinosaur, meets Thor, kills Hitler. And <laughs> like, a lot happens in 30 minutes. <laughs> and it's so well done, too. It's like, so it, well done. It looks amazing. Like, there's a part where he's he's uh riding around fighting the arcade machine, and, like, the tracking goes out for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, laughing <laughs> yeah I like that I part love a lot. that Fix the track and like all the effects look really fucking cool like they look just cheesy enough you know uh, i I love it and then that that fucking long take where like he's just you know straight up side scroller video gaming in that shit for a minute is yes, awesome that part was amazing. it's so much fucking fun
0: there was um it was the part when they were first introducing Hitler, and at that point he's my mom shooting through the phone <laughs> yeah, he's shooting through the phone yeah. And my mom walks in, and, and she wanted to talk to me about something, like she, and she just kind of barely recognizes, sees what's on TV, and she stops and looks at it, and it's like, what the <laughs> hell are you watching? Like, I just go, oh, Kung Fury, you just missed Triceracop. <laughs> I
2: forgot about Triceracop.
0: I love how Triceracop just shoots everyone in the dick. Like, that's just <laughs> his thing. Okay, like,
1: uh, I'm going to go watch this. See you guys in half an hour.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's straight retarded, but it's it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, but like it's
2: they clearly loved it. Like, and there's so much you know reverence that I I thought it was so much fun. It's
0: great. And like they're from Norway or something, right? Yeah, yeah. God, I want a sequel. I really want a sequel.
2: Yeah. Well, what, what else could he? You know, he could hack so much more time. There's so many yeah. more things
4: that he could do. Yeah, they're like, uh oh, hacking too much time. Yeah. What if he hacked into the future?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, you yeah, you need to make that happen probably tonight nice it's okay. fucking awesome <laughs> it's so good And uh, Zoe Zoe has been really on this kick lately I, I don't know what it stems from where it comes from but she, was, she wants to watch a scary movie like real bad like she wants to watch the scary movie but you know she's a very different little kid than I was like when I was her age I was straight up you know watching slasher flicks and just yeah. you know that that's just who i was that's you know it didn't bother me she would not be able to handle that shit at all but she's like yeah, cause, yeah i want to watch something with zombies in it so you know i said hey all right well fucking we'll watch we'll watch Shaun of the dead why not good
1: one
5: good one
2: we'll watch Shaun of the dead because good zombie stuff but it's also kind of funny you know and, and she really enjoyed it but you know i said we're gonna do that she got all lit up and that's exactly when i was notified that kung theory was in the world and i said <laughs> okay we're gonna do this we're gonna watch this thing first. <laughs> and just so you guys know, seven-year-old kids don't get Kung Fury. <laughs> In case you're wondering what the demo for that is, it ain't seven. She didn't get the VHS tracking joke? Not so much.
0: Not so much. Did she ask you like what that was?
2: No, she just sat there like and she didn't talk any shit about it. But you know, she just had that very I guess you have to know her to know but that zoe look
1: <laughs> <laughs> i can see it in my eye in my head right now
2: yeah you know exactly what the fuck that is and then it's over the credits are like all right Shaun of the dead it goes "Shaun of the dead <laughs> and i'm pleased to report of the dead went very well good Should what, I- what the fuck else is going on kelly aside from kung fury
0: actually has i just thought of this has zoe ever seen a vhs tape
2: I found some in the garage. Okay. <laughs> like, I had, like, uh, X-Men on VHS in the garage. I had a few out there. But, n- unfortunately, none of them were, like, the giant blister shells. <laughs> I hate that I had that. But, like, I did have... I found some. And I, for a while, I was shocked at how goddamn big they are. Oh, like, they're huge. You forget how big they are until you have one in your hand again. You're like, holy, these are fucking gigantic. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you know what this is? And she's like, what? Well, I to go... That's why I watched movies on as a kid. It's like, okay. I'm give a fuck. I'm like, this is supposed to be a revelation to you. <laughs>
1: I'm teaching you history. <laughs> Thank you for stealing this moment for me. Look at this thing. It's
2: not a disc.
5: <laughs>
2: What's a disc? <laughs> we do know. We do, we do have we, – we got discs in the house. We're not, we're not like you fucking newfangled, you know, physical me media hipsters things. Nice. But we did have a conversation the other day. I forget how it came up. Think about phones or whatever, you know. she's she says, When she goes, When you were a kid, did you have the phones like this? And she just, you know, gestured as if she's picking it up off the ground, like off the table, you know? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you know, with the, this and she's tugging on an imaginary cord. I'm like, Yeah, we, we had I had one of those in my room. She goes, Did you call people on it? And I go, Yeah, of course. Well, you know, we also had cordless phones. It wasn't that fucking long ago. <laughs> it's like Did you have TV? Yes, we had TV. (laughs) Did you have Netflix? No. Did you have YouTube? No. How about cell phones? Not really. Not everybody had cell phones and they were huge. She says, that sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I said, you know what? It sounded a lot awful there when when Grandmama was describing me what her childhood was like. So eat it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kids are all assholes. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Kelly? Uh not much. Uh last, last Thursday I went to the movie theater near my house and they're doing some renovations. So me and my friend pull up, and at first we think the place isn't even open because there's no sign. Like the whole front area is kinda boarded up. Then we look at his cars in the parking lot, so I'm like, okay. Yeah, so it's to be joined to the plot of last action hero. <laughs> <laughs> So we walk up to the theater and like the main where the main door would be, there's just a, a paper sign that says doors this way with an arrow. So we follow <laughs> the arrow. And there's these normal, there's these doors. You know how like in movie theaters they have the doors where you can leave from them but you can't get in? Yeah, they're like open directly to the outside, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's those doors and they're held open with like those giant clips people use to like hold, I don't know, I guess pieces of wood together. Mm-hmm. I don't know what people use things from Home Depot for. <laughs> but they're attached to the door so the doors can't close. So we, you have to grab onto those clips and open the door. And you walk in and the floor's all fucking fucked up and dusty. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So we go up to where you buy the tickets. And I'd say, oh, one, I went to go see Mad Max again. I have one ticket for Mad Max. And they just stop. And I'm like, what? So then I look. There's a computer screen in my face. And I have to pick the seat that I want what
1: nice yeah reserved seats
0: yeah So like i'm just staring at it and i'm like i'm trying to figure out okay i don't want to be on the floor so i just picked the second from the last row so i'm like okay this is gonna let's go with this and i'd heard they had been doing some renovations and that the chairs were going to be kind of fancier so we you know pick our seats we go in and they're just giant red leather recliners now (laughs) no shit And electric recliners at that, so it's like how you open and and close windows in cars, it's like that, but for recliners.
4: Holy shit.
0: No, those chairs don't have a chance.
4: (laughs) How much are these tickets?
0: Ten bucks.
1: That's a deal right there.
0: That's a fucking deal. I'm waiting for the tickets to go up, but right now they're ten bucks, and... It's so great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and like the recliner's su- super quiet too, so you can just be going up and down the whole movie <laughs> and no one will notice. <laughs> and like you're far enough away from the other aisles so that you can't like kick the person in front of you even when they're down as far as they can go. Nice. Yeah. Wow. This sounds it's like a- heaven. Yeah. And like and the uh, so the aisle seats are on their own, but the other seats are like connected. But then you can bring down a cup holder in between you in case you know you're two bros,
2: <laughs> or you just have like a giant yeah. fucking Love Fest row of recliners,
0: yeah, having a, a dude smooch date. <laughs> go, oh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was just I'm sitting there like this is the best way to watch a movie.
2: I don't keep enough I can...
4: room because they know people are going to be banging. Like, yeah, and then oh, the yeah. dude
2: walks in and just gives us a blowjob right there.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's still just ten bucks,
0: <laughs> and like the cup holders. Everyone there's cup holders like fucking everywhere too. It's so great. I want everyone to be able to go to this theater now. More what cup holders you, than a minivan. What do you mean everywhere? <laughs> well, it's like you know how some seats there's like cup holders where it's <laughs> like you don't have as many as you need. There's some theaters where it's how like how many
4: cups you walking in? <laughs> <laughs> how fucking thirsty are you when you go to a movie?
0: I get really thirsty. Okay, see, I've <laughs> I've been to movie. There's a movie theater that Sometimes I refuse I to Sometimes I want a, like a Coke and a Mountain Dew, <laughs> and I don't know what to do. <laughs> see, that's actually a good point. There's a theater. <laughs> there's a theater I refuse to go to because they don't let you mix your own sodas. And I like to make movie theater punch. (laughs) So, like, I went to this movie theater once and they asked me, like, oh, what I, you know, bought myself, what kind do you want? And I just stared at them for a good 30 seconds until I realized my options were Coke, Diet Coke and Sprite. And I got really just upset (laughs) because fucking when I go to the movie theater, I'm getting like Orange Crush and Raspberry Tea and Fruit Punch and Mountain Dew, and yeah. Cold Red, and all that shit thrown into one Man, cup. In the fucking
1: theaters are you going to? Yeah, some theaters have those Coca-Cola remix machines now where uh, you can... Those machines yeah. are the
0: shit, dude. Yeah, those things are awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so like some... you know, have you, have you guys ever been to a theater where it's just like the seats only have one cup holder each? Well, I mean like, you know, if I sit down, there's a cup holder on either side of me. I've been to theaters where it's only on one side. And that's, well, that's horseshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. But no, yeah, no. even even if you're in the ch- in the chair where it's you're on your own, you you wouldn't have the, like the love seat thing. You still have a cup holder on each side. Yeah. So like, this is America. That, <laughs> you get you get two arms to your recliner. You get two. Th- you get two seat two uh, cup holders, and then there's another. Arm of a chair right next to you, so there's two cup holders right next to each other.
1: Oh, so you don't have to share an armrest with the person next to you. So it's right. two by two armrest really? cup holders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I get where you're talking. There's cup holders everywhere. Yeah. But I was like, like, what? What new spots are they inventing to put cup holders? <laughs> I'm thinking that maybe there's cup holders on the backs of the seats in front of you, but you said you can't even <laughs> kick those seats. So how are you gonna reach a goddamn drink?
0: That'd be kinda of great because you're like, oh no, no, I'm just getting
1: my soda <laughs> Are you enjoying the movie? <laughs> uh, Mahoney just by any chance want to blow me. <laughs> <laughs> we got the room. Hey, your, your hair
0: smells really
1: nice. Mahoney just messaged me and he says, please tell Kelly that I have hose same seats in my movie theater. I think he meant those. He says, I have those same seats in my movie theater. The price hasn't gone up and I can kick the person in front of me.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did like, like you can, you get a good view of all the people that are in the seats. And since I you know I saw Mad Max again at the part when he cuts out the baby. Yeah. I watched like a bunch of different people right in front of me all start squirming in their chairs. All when right. that happened, it was pretty great. <laughs>
1: But they don't show yeah, anything. Very... All they show is the, no. the umbilical cord.
0: No, but I watched like four people all have to start shifting around in their chairs as that <laughs> scene was happening.
4: <laughs> I don't think it was that bad, though. I, no. I didn't get no. a big, like, icky. I didn't but, get an icky boner.
2: But it's very icky sounding.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was more the sounds than anything, I would guess.
2: Yeah, that's of squishy sounds.
0: Yeah, if you if your movie theater gets recliners, I recommend you go. It's a good time.
4: <laughs> There's a theater kind of like that uh, in downtown Orlando. Oh yeah, we gotta try where, that. Where it's like all all recliners. It's it's pretty intense, and most of the time, I've been there. It it never has been like packed, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh the, yeah, and
0: in the renovations, they added a fucking pizza restaurant. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: we brought a whole pizza into Iron Man three when we saw it in Ohio. God,
2: that was, was that a was day. a a fun movie experience, but goddamn, we were all tired.
1: <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're stupid, but hey,
1: <laughs> what was stupid? The movie? No, no. Us deciding to do a midnight movie the night before the wedding.
2: Yeah, wow. after we had been driving for right. fucking five hours. <laughs> Yeah. What you got going on, Nice?
1: Well, uh, to piggyback off of Kelly seeing Mad Max again, despite my problems with the movie that we discussed last week, I can't help but be intrigued by that movie. And I keep thinking about it and I keep like watching all the clips that they have on YouTube and a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. And you know, one of the things that keeps coming up for me is you know, a lot of these movies that we see in the past 10 years, we're used to, you know, CGI overload. So, it's not... We don't get surprised anymore by what we can see on a movie screen. Because anything's possible with CGI. So, I think part of my not complete, you know, excitement over Fury Road was you know n- none of the stuff seemed completely out of the realm of possibility but when you think about that a lot of it is fucking practical effects and real right. stuntmen yeah. and real trucks and real vehicles and they use CGI very sparingly it it gives it a lot more weight to it and and I'm I'm interested in seeing it again I like, man, they that. actually
2: <laughs> built the war rig
1: yeah. like yeah that's
0: all so real. much of that shit is all of real. those cars is are real
2: yeah every one of them <laughs>
0: Uh, I will say if Mad Max holds up holds up really well in the second viewing. I tell you what it is the best Mad Max
1: movie because I downloaded the first three, and who oh boy, I had never seen the first one i I had seen Road Warrior. I had seen Beyond Thunderdome, but that first one Woo! <laughs> <laughs> see, I really
0: like that movie. oh, I did I was not a fan. It, I watched it was... beyond Thunderdome today for the first time. In that movie, oh boy! <laughs> Holy shit, you guys, that is horrible—like <laughs> upsettingly horrible.
1: It's not. It's
0: not the best one either. It's a
2: really good adverb.
0: I was really sad.
1: Break a deal! It's like they tried to
0: make um, a Saturday morning cartoon version of Mad Max with Lord of the Flies and
1: Tina Turner. Yeah. But man, you can't you can't hate on that theme song. No, like that's the only <laughs> thing I enjoyed about that movie. <laughs>
5: uh-huh.
1: But oh, the the first one, like I don't get how we go from the f- original Mad Max to Road Warrior. I hate how so much of the apocalypse is just glossed over in between those two movies. <laughs> like you could essentially watch road warrior and not have to ever watch Mad Max because they they recap it in the first five minutes and I think it works better as a prelude prologue recap than it does as an entire movie
0: yeah it almost feels like uh, like it was a prequel made later yeah
1: kind of I I can see that
0: it's worth watching just for the brutal fucking stunts
4: that's but. kind of like um what was it? Evil Dead 2, which was pretty much a almost like a, a remake, remake of the first. fucking the
2: shit of the first movie.
4: The first yeah. one?
0: But with Mad Max and, and Road Warrior, they like don't really retcon anything. It's just a whole bunch of shit happens between those movies that you don't see. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Which I feel like is kind of par for the course of them because I was talking to Goat. It really is, yeah. And Goat (laughs) said that you know a guy told him the same thing. Like I don't think I've I know I've not seen at least one of them, and he he had just watched them kind of in preparation. He said, you know what, they all just kind of except for the first one, you know, like this Road Warrior and Thunderdome both just kind of drop you in the middle of some shit.
0: Like yeah, they all stand. It
2: goes the movie, you know.
1: I thought that the first one. Is so far removed from the apocalypse that there's they're actually still doing paperwork in that movie. Yeah, there's lawyers <laughs> in this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's pretty goddamn civilized. It really is. Yeah, it's shit's starting to go bad, but it's not really that bad yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just I love that one stunt in in the original Mad Max when the dude falls off his motorcycle and just this other motorcycle comes out of nowhere sliding across the ground and nails him in the back of the fucking head. Jesus. It's like how do you you watch it? Like how is that dude not dead? Well,
2: like I said and last I, week,
0: you know, you know, the Fury Road looks like it should be impossible. Yeah. I was watching some of the bonus because I got the I got all three movies on Blu-ray, and I was watching some of the bonus features on Mad Max. And like after that, they're talking about that stunt in particular. And like the stunt coordinator guy was like, "Oh yeah, I took off his helmet and he was bleeding out his ears. He was, he <laughs> was okay though."
5: <laughs>
0: uh, Rob mentions <laughs> yes. it in the chat.
1: Have you guys seen the theory that uh, Tom Hardy's Mad Max is actually the feral boomerang kid from? road warrior and he's he's taken on the mantle of mad max
4: i saw that but uh, i don't like I don't it i don't like it he, yeah he, i don't he, like it either
1: he's still it wearing the knee brace movement.
4: why would yeah, he, he he wants to be in honor of mad max he's like oh my knee's not fucked up but <laughs> i'll wear your knee brace anyways <laughs> yeah he's
0: got his specific jacket too
4: and the well, car the 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 theory is that he handed his clothes and his car down to him, but that's that's a big stretch. Well, the car the car I'll hand hand gets fucking, everything down to you. You want my undies too? He's a really good like Mad Max cosplayer. The
1: car gets fucking <laughs> obliterated in the Road Warrior, so I don't even know. I I, I mean Fury Road would have to if we're talking, you know, chronological order. Fury Road would have to happen before Road Warrior.
4: No, because his car gets fucking tore up in the first ten minutes of Fury Road. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Like they they fucked that car up. <laughs> yeah, but they like fucked it
1: up beyond repair in at the end of Road Warrior to the point where he's got uh, a carriage with camels in uh, Thunderdome. That Ugh. the gyrocopter guy steals his. Camels and his carriage. It's like, why are these guys fucking with each other now? They were bros
0: before. That fucking movie is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it made me so mad to watch it. Like, I,
1: I have, I have not seen Thunderdome all the way through, probably my entire life. But like, I had seen bits and pieces of it as a kid, and I, I've always seemed to catch the. Thunderdome and Bartertown parts on TV, so I always assumed like that was like the big set piece. Yeah, that's didn't, what the I movie, thought, right. too. I didn't realize that that's the first twenty minutes of the movie, and the rest is fucking Max and the Lord of the Flies. Yeah, but yeah, Fury Road the best.
4: <laughs>
0: and I think one with the kid being Max. Theory: the one major problem with it is the voiceover at the end of Road Warrior. When the old man is talking about how he was the kid and they never saw Max again. Right. Like, that's a huge problem with that. Because <laughs> if he handed down all that shit, when did that happen?
2: Unless he's a goddamn liar. he's <laughs> just a great
1: cosplayer. He might be. Uh, besides watching three Mad Max movies over the course of a week, I have... It's a lot of Max. Really... It's taken 34 years, but I have stepped up my sandwich game so incredibly. Like, I love like firehouse subs. I love getting sandwiches out and about, but I could never like recreate the perfect like deli meat sandwich at home. Uh, You know, they're good good sandwiches. Yeah, I, I make. They're delicious. I like them. But there's always something a little off with them, you know. Too much meat, too much cheese, not enough mayo, not enough vegetables or whatever, to the point where, you know, Jose started making sandwiches for us on these convention road trips, and my eyes were opened. <laughs> I've, I've had a
2: Jose sandwich before. It's some next level shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> but, but this, the man can craft a sandwich.
1: I've, I've been, I've taken some of the the lessons he has taught me. And I've cut down on the amount of meat I put on a sandwich. And uh, this week I've just make, been making these little hoagie rolls, trying to recreate the uh, the firehouse hook and ladder. And they've been fucking, fucking amazing. Now, which and is the hook and ladder? The, the hook and ladder is turkey, ham, Monterey Jack, and then fully involved is lettuce, tomato, mustard, mayo, onions, but I get without onions. You know, on white. A little steamed, but man, the this body that I'm sporting this this is 34 years of me practicing making sandwiches. <laughs> so now that I've perfected it, oh god, all bets are off. Holy shit! Uh, and then uh, Sunday, uh, we the 11th hour we're reconvened with an old friend from a, a a band we used to work for that shall remain nameless. Uh, he might have been the drummer for that band. He's got a new band. Oh, yeah. He's got a new band, and we talked about going out and seeing them and shooting some video, and uh, uh, we went out to Merritt Island, which is about an hour away from, you know, Orlando, and it was this th- crew jam, and it's it was kind of a small little festival uh, memorial concert with a bunch of bands playing these two tiny little tent stages, and... uh got to got to shoot a couple bands and it is our first time shooting a band with the new cameras and the new equipment and holy shit it just looks beautiful just oh, beautiful even even you know though the the venue wasn't the best you know you could see car, cars parked and a playground behind the stages Jesus <laughs> and people skateboarding behind but the footage looked great the front man to this new band uh, is a 17 year old kid. Who, just
4: grad, just graduated high school. You know, he's
1: lead singer and the lead guitar player, and this this kid is fucking insane. He is <laughs> crazy. He's got kind of like a El Debarge uh, '80s almost Jerry Curl like mullet kind of looking thing. Okay, <laughs> it's it's so <laughs> interesting. But the he he fucking sings his ass off. He plays his guitar like Jimi Hendrix. And he looks like this skinny little kid. And halfway through the set, he fucking rips his shirt off and he's just shredded. And just, and, and I'm like, oh my God. You'd think it was a shredded
4: week commercial.
1: <laughs> and, you know, we get there and, you know, we kind of, he, he sees us or he's introduced to us or whatever and then their set starts and he fucking goes right for both of us just getting right up at our grill shredding you know uh, jose's kind of in the front shooting handheld and i'm uh dropped back with the tripod and he goes at jose and i figure well jose's got him so i'll shoot the the drummer and the bass player and then he starts coming for me and i'm like i am not prepared (laughs) so i was like way zoomed in and and out of focus so I, I didn't get any of it, but I, I told myself I was going to be ready next time, that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, and there there was not next time. So th- that was fun. It was good to get out and shoot a band again. You know, we always liked shooting the bands. We just didn't necessarily like the bands we were shooting for, you know? You know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> we didn't like the way they treated us. But, but it was this cool. kid's intense. He, he, he wanted to – he was going to buy, you know, like a little cheapy guitar – Set it on fire. What the fuck? But they wouldn't let him do it. <laughs> that, that's what I told him. I was like, hey, that's that's one of them things you just do. Yeah, you don't ask to like, so do that. You can't do it afterwards. But we will get him burning a guitar while he's playing. <laughs> and he does a thing where you know, he plays it with his mouth. He'll hold it behind his head and play it. He did a thing where he, like, uh, he was playing Mike's drums with his... He like hitting his cymbals with his guitar on the hits, <laughs> threw it on the ground and was like playing it on the ground, uh, laying down playing it on the ground. Jesus Christ! The kid's fucking intense.
1: Uh, but uh, one of the funny things is, is you know, it was kind of a memorial concert for this this guy that died last year, and it sounds very reverent and respectful.
4: <laughs> it, it was. He, he he was in a band. Like all of his band friends got oh, right together. On, right on. And, and and play but it,
1: but it was. I said this to Jose as we're leaving. It was kind of like where rock and roll dreams go to die.
5: <laughs>
1: like these, a lot of the people there were like lifers. Like you could see it on their faces, in their hair. Like they've been doing this for a while, and. This might be, you know, the the downturn of what their rock and roll career was, but hey, good on them for fucking sticking with it and, and keeping the rock alive, man. Some people just gotta fucking just gotta just gotta rock, man. <laughs> uh you have any other uh things you that you want to talk about from the crew jam, Jose? I've just got one last story, but I I didn't want to move on if you had anything else to mention.
4: Uh no, no. I mean yeah, it, it it was good to uh shoot a band again. It was fun. Uh was
1: f- I do want to go through the well we shot uh Mike's band and then we shot the band of the brother of the woman who organized the whole event cuz we were like we we tried to get in touch with her to see if we could, you know, get a motherfucking paycheck out of this deal, but it was all uh donations. It was all volunteers. So nobody was making any money off of it. But she yeah, was which like, "We did not know before right. <laughs> before hitting them up for money,
4: or or that question would not have been asked."
1: But she was like, "Uh, it would be cool if you could shoot my brother's band, you know, just as just as a favor." And we're like, "All right, cool." And they were right after one another, so we stuck around. And I ne- I want to go back and watch that footage because they were a little bit of a uh, I would say a Christian metal band. Oh, and boy. Oh, boy. Some of the between song banter about the Middle East and 9-11. And-
3: no. <laughs> oh, no.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. And on top of that, uh, <coughs> I had my tripod set up for that one. And uh, there it was like this picnic area, this uh, covered picnic area with a bunch of picnic tables. And that's where the audience was. And then. Outside the picnic area was a grassy area where they set up the two tents for the two stages. So nobody was really going out to the, the tents to, to rock out. They were all chilling underneath the covered area. Except for this one guy who stood directly between the band and my camera all by himself. <laughs> dancing. Not really dancing, but you know, kind of rocking out, bobbing his head. And the back of his shirt said "Bad motherfucker." <laughs> 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 so most of my footage from that band is just the this guy's shirt that says "Bad just motherfucker." Just this "Bad on
2: motherfucker." <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, man, can you pass me my shirt? Oh yeah, what well, what shirt's yours? The one that says "Bad motherfucker" on it. That's
5: what.
1: <laughs> and then tonight uh, we've been feeing in for some sushi so me and mary went out to get some sushi and it was trivia night at the sushi place we knew that going in we got motherfucking third place and a ten dollar gift certificate and a free bottle of uh sparkling sake so that Fuck was yeah. awesome uh one of the questions was uh who painted the last supper and really yeah okay. <laughs> and and we're we're conversing back and forth and you know she originally goes she goes uh, I think it might be Leonardo da Vinci. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, I'm not sure. Like, wh- who did the Sistine Chapel? And I said, that's Michelangelo. And she's like, okay. We- what was? So there's Raphael, <laughs> and there's Donatello. Like, what were they? F- what were their other names? But then I was like, oh shit! Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code had the Last Supper in it. It's got to be Da Vinci. Nailed it. Does anybody know off the top of their head if Michelangelo, Raphael, or Donatello had a second
2: name? Uh, well, it's it's where they're from. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Michelangelo, Michelangelo de Lodovico Buonarotti Simoni.
2: Yeah, like a lot, a lot of that. Those distinctions like where they're from, like you know it's not necessarily like a name. Yeah, and actually both
1: Wikipedia articles for uh, Donatello and Michelangelo just pretty much and Raphael just pretty much have them as single names. Yeah. Uh Mary was like, "What was what was Donatello's last name?" And I'm like, "Versace?" <laughs>
4: Versace. <laughs> no, that's it for me. What you got, Jose? Uh, me and the lady finally finished sons of anarchy and yeah, God damn <laughs> you know there's just some shit that that just can't be undone. you don't get to walk- you don't get to come back. not everyone gets a happy ending,
2: yeah and at but, some point it's like you know. At some point, like, Jax doesn't deserve a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like you said, you can't come back for it to the point where, like, you know, he kind of... he, You know, he earned the ending he got.
4: Right. Yeah, this is how it had to end. It wouldn't have went that way if it wasn't for fucking Gemma. Yes. You know, he was on the path of redemption. And there was a moment where he... He could have got it. He absolutely could have got it, yeah. (laughs) But then that lie happened, and fucking there was no turning back. Turned him into a fucking monster. Yeah, because even you can't undo, you can't unsee shit. And, you know, there's things he's done that even if he had a happy ending, he's fucked in the head for life.
2: Yeah, I I, I really liked the way it ended. I was very satisfied with it.
5: Yeah, I liked the ending, too.
4: What what what's sucked the most for me, and it's a, it's a little nitpicking, but it, it kind of took me out of the show for a second, is they don't CGI a lot. I mean, t- towards some of the seasons, like some of the blood looked really fucking fake sometimes. But, uh, you know, where he's like riding, I, I don't want to, I'm trying not to spoil it, but where he's riding at. Uh, sure, the and- end. Yeah. But it just looks fake. You know what I mean? Like it's moments like that that kinda take me out. I wish I wish that they could have figured out a better way of shooting that to where it didn't look so the C G didn't look so out of place. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean I, I don't i it, like again it's nitpicking. But like that's such a pivotal moment. Not just of the you know of the whole series, not just of that season, but like you know this is this is the last ten minutes of of that you'll ever see any of this ever again, and then just the CGs, not great. Should have had George Miller directing that
5: scene.
4: <laughs> um, but then we you know we finished that, and then we took a day or two to uh, take it all in what we had seen, and then it was, well, what's next? What's going to be the next show we start? So we started uh, House of Cards. and that's, If you're not watching that, that's pretty good. Spacey's the fucking... <laughs> yeah, Nicole's about midway
2: through season three on that one. She watches that on, on podcast night. She's watching it right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> that, that's a pretty good show. Jose told me that they were watching House of Cards, and he's like,
5: what's
1: up with Spacey? He gay or What? <laughs> <laughs> and told me the whole process Him and his lady went through To find out Kevin Spacey's Sexual orientation
4: But yeah he, Pretty much what we got from him is Kevin Spacey just loves fucking <laughs> And he's got no problem putting on makeup And he's got no problem Banging some dudes And he doesn't talk about it Because it's nobody's business Which way he, he, he swings on the fence Uh you know, but the first tip is when you look up anybody's name and wife, and the first, like, 20 pictures are actresses who played his wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come on. But nothing, you know, I love Kevin Spacey. He's, he's fucking awesome. But, you know. I enjoy his southern accent in that show. Yeah, yeah, and just how, how you know, when he's... Breaks the fourth wall where, where he's setting up, like, manipulating somebody. And then he looks to you and he's like, okay, so he's going to do this, 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 and this because I did this. And then he's like, one, two, three. And then, bam, it, like, happens. And then he goes back into the, the show and then, like, looks back at you and gives you a wink.
2: Yeah, I dig uh, that. It's
4: pretty cool. What little I've seen I really have liked. I think we've watched, uh, the, I think we're four or five into the first season. And so far, it's
1: it's pretty cool. It's um, cool. Reminds me, uh, Orange's New Black new season
2: starts. Oh yeah,
1: next week maybe. Is that three? Yeah, three right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome.
5: Damn good times.
4: Oh shit! Oh, and then uh, <laughs> Isaac came over and watched um, the Dark Knight Returns animated, where Peter Re- Weller. I never is, watched this, uh, the back half of that. Well, he 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 bought the one he, he he bought he bought it when it first came out and they were separate, but then he got the one that released where they're both on one disc. Yeah, right, goes, right. Goes one into the other, which whatever happened to the fucking Kill Bill where they said that they were going to do that? I think they're still
0: working. I they want to do a theater release of that at some point this year. Jesus, it's a long time. Yeah, and it's gonna correspond with the Blu-ray release. It's either this, sometime this year or early to, early next year.
4: Uh, so that the possibility that that's still happening—that's
0: cool. yeah, because they're doing a whole new anime sequence that was originally in the script but got cut. So I they're adding, reading
4: about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so they're animating a whole new sequence. So I think that's what's taking the time.
4: Uh, all right. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it looks uh, like
1: it is reported to be released in 2015. The only time it's ever been screened. As a full movie, aka Kill Bill, the whole bloody affair was at the Cannes Film Festival when it debuted.
4: Right on. Cool. Uh, that's that's pretty good. Not not bad. He kills a lot of motherfuckers, man. <laughs> and then what's funny is when he's fighting Superman, and Superman's knocked off his his helmet to to his suit. He should have died. Because he's being like just tossed around and thrown around and his bare poor little head's just slapping on concrete, rolling around. I'm like fucking you know,
2: This is this is true of the book as well though.
1: He's Batman. <laughs> he has solved concussions. <laughs> Shit. He's like he's like a
2: his his head is
1: a helmet. I have to but, say uh Jose brought up Isaac. And there was the moment Sunday night we were hanging out. First, Jose was watching his own Bruce Lee birthday video that he made. So he was watching that, you know, which is, you know.
4: Well, it's not like I turned it on and we're watching. It it was on. I didn't stop it. (laughs) So he's watching. I wasn't like, ooh, let's let's watch this.
5: So he's
1: watching the video he edited. And then Isaac calls and he's like, okay, uh, let me call you back in 10 minutes. Hey, did you hear? And on the other end, I'm sure Isaac was like, hear what? Jose goes, you're fucking gay! And then hangs up on him. (laughs) And then laughs at his own joke while watching his own video.
0: (laughs) That was one of the greatest Jose moments of all time. That's what it's like to be friends with Kanye West.
4: (laughs) I was like, hey man, hey man, did you hear? He's like, and then you know he got all serious because he thought I was gonna come at him with like <laughs> some real legit something like, "Hey man, did you hear about this?" He was like, "No man, what? What?" And I said, "You're gay as fuck!" Oh yeah! And then I, hung, I hung up the. I hung up on him. <laughs>
3: I thought I had it wrong, and that's even better.
4: <laughs> gay as <God. is>
2: fuck. <laughs> oh, we got some mail. What's up on some mail, guys? Oh nice. shit. <laughs> Many a- this man. man right? <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, let's
2: see. Uh, the the Chad writes in with his episode fifty Mad Lib to popcast at panelsonpages.com. You can all write in as well if you feel so inclined. He says, <throat> after a week of going to school early, Super Trooper Zoe visits the local drive-in theater, which is playing a double feature of the Pokemon and Lego movies. The future movie is about an old lady Power Ranger that must stop a worm quake that was caused by a drunk Andy, who is also the leader of an evil organization, Cosmos. All nearly goes well until she suddenly is on the brink of defeat, which is when Peabody and Sherman triumphantly come to the rescue with some time travel shenanigans, after which it ends in a happily ever after with everyone, quote unquote, cuddling in Sin City. The The chat.
1: I think the one of the drawbacks to these the Chad Mad Libs uh, episode reviews is we're never going to know when he's had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bullying guess if you can hear it. <laughs> God. Each one's going to be tagged with nope, still not a stroke. <laughs> Xoxo the Chad. Uh, Mahoney writes in. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is, means it's a good one. It's
0: a good
2: sign. <sighs> the subject lines as tall buildings. <laughs> the body of the message reads Deletes us call a four story building tall. <laughs> 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 I feel as if four stories are pretty tall for an aquarium, okay? They tend to be, you know, larger. <laughs> You know, less large, less tall buildings because they're full of thousands of gallons of water. You prick. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is Chattanooga.
1: Yeah. Speaking of Chattanooga, was the internet really fast there? It's supposed to have the fastest internet in America. No shit. Yeah.
2: No. Well, did not know that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wish I would have found a Wi-Fi spot. (laughs) Just check that shit out. Uh, All right. uh, Denim writes in with an FMK.
5: What? (laughs) All
2: right. He writes in, "Uh, be gentle. It's my first FMK, which I don't feel like can possibly be true. Maybe it is. I don't know. I feel like we've been doing this for a long time. It'd be amazing <laughs> if he hasn't come in at some point. <laughs> yeah. All right. He writes in. He says, uh, our, our our choices are a T-Rex, uh, a Rancor, or an Ent, which is the tree, the walking tree thing from Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Like, Treebeard is an Ent, I guess. Yeah. No, very little about
0: the Lord of the Rings. I was really expecting General Hospital characters. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, this
1: this uh, came about because...
0: That took a lot of
2: research.
1: Th- this came about because uh, I-, I think after watching the good dinosaur trailer today, I was just like, I love fucking dinosaurs! But, like, he took it like, I like to fuck dinosaurs. And he was like, oh, man, like, who? Would you, what would you rather fuck, a dinosaur... Or the Rancor. And I was like, well, you got to give me a third option. Well, I can't just do yeah. a fuck Mary kill with two options. He's like, no, it's not a fuck Mary kill. It's, which one would you rather fuck? I'm like, Juan, <laughs> I didn't, I don't want to fuck the Rancor just because I want to fuck the Rancor. I'm, I fuck like, the there Rancor. There are rules here. Because it was the best choice to fuck the r- I didn't just offer up that I wanted to fuck a Rancor <laughs> out of nowhere.
2: So. So thanks for playing the game right, <laughs> Juan. That's the point of that story. I'm going to say you kill the ant because that's just... No. That's barely a fantasy creature. Walking trees.
0: Terrible.
1: Yeah, but the ant is...
2: Civilized,
0: <laughs> to a point. Yeah. I would actually marry the Ent. Yeah,
2: but... How- you—if I Maybe had I not just watched Kung Fury... And there had that badass T-Rex in
0: the Because I want to marry that T-Rex specifically. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think you marry the ant because he'll pick you up, carry you around, tell you stories, and you can build Treehouse in him.
4: Well, is he going to pick out the splinters from your dick after sex? He's
0: got a bunch of mossy stuff on him.
4: So only bang the mossy stuff. I got you.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. true. The
4: ant could be the ultimate mobile home. Yeah. Right. Exactly,
1: like a, thought about that. like a living, talking treehouse, Lee Rodriguez. Come on. Yeah.
2: It's way better than adequate. And there's no <laughs> 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 there's no ladder involved. I can come and go as I please. That's nice. Yeah. I don't It might be sold on knows? the end There then. might
4: be <laughs> some Dinner less would... suck. Why would dinner Why? suck? Because he just talks <laughs> so slow. <so. laughs> <laughs> How was your day?
2: Yeah, see, yeah, the end is not without oh, its drawbacks.
0: But at it, least you can talk to it. But
2: I can talk to that fucking T-Rex from Kung Fury too. But what's it gonna say? Anything it wants.
1: Yeah, see, I'm, I, I, I think I've got to go out on a limb and and say,
2: yeah, he's a that- limb.
1: That, like, <laughs> <looks crazy. laughs> please. limb. Unintended pun. It's got to be Jurassic Park T Rex, I think. Uh,
5: Kung
2: Fury T Rex trumps Jurassic Park
5: T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that hey, yeah.
2: Cool.
4: It talks, and I think it spits fire at one point. Does, does it talk? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Because there's that part where he's like, uh, he does the teamwork PSA. Yes, yeah, oh, totally, yeah, yeah, I totally forgot that part. Well, what are you saying,
1: man, that, and I'm pretty sure he spits fire too. That T Rex sounds like a good time. So maybe you guys need to fuck that T Rex.
0: Yeah, I'll fuck the T Rex. I'm gonna mar- I'm gonna marry the ant. Fuck the T Rex and kill the rancor.
1: Now, see, I am going with a Jurassic Park T Rex, so I'm gonna go with kill the T Rex and mount that motherfucker's head on my wall. Uh, see, that's not <laughs> a bad time either. And then I will fuck the rancor because while the rancor is hungry and is vicious it also you know there's the rancor keeper it seems to have the capability of tenderness it can't be domesticated yeah it it seems like it it has the ability to have a a a intimate moment with someone and you know gotta go with my gut fuck that rancor Like I'm gonna
2: ride that T-Rex before I kill it, though. Just like <laughs> <Yeah>. Optimus Prime, <laughs> get the biggest goddamn Sally you can find. Yeah, no. I said. I said. I say we 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 marry Kung Fury T-Rex specifically. <laughs> Fuck the Rancor and kill the end. I just feel
4: like the end would be a fucking drag after a while. Yeah, and plus, if you marry the uh, Kung Fury T-Rex. You you get all the connections that friendship holds. We could we could hack time together <laughs> with Thor, with Thor. What do you think of my pecs? Pector tight, Thor. We're gonna have Peck to re, we're gonna have to revisit
1: <laughs> this next week after I've watched Kung Fury. <laughs> oh, it's so good.
2: Pector tight, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
4: great. Yeah,
2: solid FMK. Denim solid.
4: Not bad for popping your cherry. <laughs> not bad at all. Not bad at all. All right, so yeah,
2: all right, so that's uh, that, that that's that's that. All right, let's take us a quick break. Come back. We'll uh do the news. Not a terribly, you know, eventful news week, but not uneventful either. Oh my so. god,
1: I was looking for stories, and uh, after going through pages and pages of stories, I was like, was there one motherfucking story this week that we could talk about? But apparently, this... everything happened Wednesday and Thursday of last week, so it, it took some digging. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's that's pretty. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, see so uh, Take a break. We're back in a minute. This, this is this is, yeah,
1: yeah. straight off the Kung Fury soundtrack. Straight up,
2: True Survivor from Kung Fury. It's a goddamn good time. What this is. All right, love you. Bye. Click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's rip dot T-shirt start at just ten bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side side up. And gets you a pretty cool t-shirt, man. Cool swag. Cool shirts. Good people. Good deals from your favorite podcast. So, check it out. Ripped.panelsonpages.com. 24 hour limited edition t shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. I was hoping to net 100 bucks on this auction. at 65 Not oh, bad. Oh, that's Could have been worse. And, you know, How it covered you- one, what I paid for the thing, oh, great. and, you know, the thing I wanted to buy with it. But I wanted to buy that thing, and now also a Gundam kit. <laughs> <laughs> Need to fucking feed that feed that monkey.
0: God, Viet's story about eBay was horrible.
2: Oh my
1: <laughs> god, I want to
2: physically hurt that person. Like, yeah, I, it it. I I actually got a knot in my stomach. Yeah.
3: What happened? of like, uh, viet. Really,
2: like I, I physically felt it man yeah
1: the story is jose viet uh sold a bunch of marvel legends on ebay like a box of them for 190 bucks sent them to this the guy paid for him he sent them then the guy said some bullshit about how they they weren't as uh listed so viet's like all right i'll i'll refund your money so just send them back so Send me uh, tracking
2: number, and I'll refund you.
1: Exactly. So the guy sends sends the box back. Uh, tracking shows that Viet received it. So PayPal and eBay refund the guy's money. Oh, op- it's an
2: automatic transaction.
1: Yeah. Viet opens oh. the fucking box, and it's filled with broken Ninja Turtles figures. Oh, that's so fucked. That is so fucked up.
0: Yeah. but That makes me... So afraid to ever sell anything on eBay.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then eBay said, "What? He sent it back."
1: Well, yeah. No, no refunds is the way to go. No refunds. Mm -hmm. You know, items are as is listed as best to my knowledge. As is, no refunds. But uh, no returns accepted. eBay and PayPal have refunded Viet, but that's awesome. Apparently, dude is still out there. You know.
2: Yeah, that's some, some, Dude some still out' Fucked him out of, him out of 190 sort of bucks. Shit. Yeah. I know got... for not sending this an empty box back, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, you kind of got this trash I wanted to get rid of.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: man.
4: Thanks for the toys here. Have this garbage. I've got like. (laughs) Or maybe he looked at the wrong box and he thought that's what he sent him. He's like, I need to order a bunch of broke Ninja Turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The guy's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I did (laughs) a lot of eBay shopping that
1: week. I've got like eight of my eBay auctions that the buyer has not left me feedback yet. And I know they've received the item because it says that they have. And I'm not leaving them feedback first. Because, God forbid, I leave them positive feedback and they fucking give me some feedback like, oh, this guy's
2: a fucking dick. (laughs) See, I'm bad about that. I I don't leave feedback for shit that I bought as fast as I probably should. But then again, I expect immediate feedback because I pay fucking immediately. Not like (laughs) this this guy who's, you know, we're we're now, you know, 30 hours out. Just paying...
1: Isn't the end of the transaction? You know, there there's a lot that can can, can go wrong b- between paying and and the person getting their item.
2: Yeah, maybe I'm too trusting.
1: <laughs> and also, eBay, you know, prefers the buyers. You know, they give special treatment to the buyers. Sellers can suck a dick, essentially.
2: Yeah, what yeah. do I think a while back? Where like it's at least temporarily, where sellers could not leave negative feedback. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's ridiculous.
4: Some
1: of these buyers are just straight bitch. Shark in the chat says I left neutral eBay feedback once for a guy who took five months to send something, so he Jeez. responded by giving me negative feedback, saying I didn't give him <laughs> enough time to ship. What <laughs> the fuck?
2: So he waited after you fucking paid him five months and then you'll leave a shot. See, that's bad. That's bad juju. <laughs>
1: People are talented. I remember
2: I bought uh I bought the uh collector's edition of Grand Theft Auto four for like 60, 50 bucks on eBay. I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. All right, great. Or Grand Theft Auto five, I should say. I bought it and, you know, just never came, never came, never came. I looked it up and like, you know, the the guy had like all this negative feedback where he'd sold just a shitload of these and we're just pocketing the money. Like it was clearly a scam, just scam city, you know. This does not exist, you know. So, I just, you know, contact eBay, PayPal. They say no problem, sure, you know, whatever, we fund you. But you know, you have to give the seller two weeks to respond. I'm like, this is clearly a scam. Like, <laughs> this is not my opinion. Look at the feet. Like, this, this. is is not real. Got to be two weeks. <laughs> and I go, really? Even when forty-seven other people, two weeks. It's So <laughs> fucked up. So I sat around and waited two weeks. Got my money back.
1: It's so fucked up. Like, I made a hundred less dollars off of my DVD auctions than I could have because of eBay fees and because of PayPal fees. But it's still the best way to sell shit online if you don't have an actual store somewhere. Because it's eBay's got a shitload of users and it's, it's easily searchable. And it's not like Craigslist where, you know... You gotta. You have to do all the legwork as far as dealing with the buyer, and
2: and if you took that shit to like a you know a, a used video store, or whatever, you'd gotten eighty cents a piece if you were lucky, right?
0: If you were lucky, I got mean, like I, I got, on, like, I got when, Amazon,
2: I, when I bought huh? the uh, I bought the Dark Knight trilogy on Blu-ray, so I took Batman Begins and Dark Knight, you know, on DVD up there, and they gave me forty cents for the Dark Knight DVD. Jeez. forty cents. And I saw like a used copy on the shelf to sell for $12. <laughs> I'm like, you sons of bitches.
1: <laughs> the Chad says he he sells shit on Amazon. That might be something to look into.
2: Yeah, see, but you're not going to be able you can't put You're not going to put a lot of like 20 movies on Amazon. That's a lot of one-off kind of shit.
1: Yeah. And and you have to set you have to set a price. The thing about eBay is the buyers determine the price, yeah. which yeah. sometimes can fuck you, and, and sometimes it's a benefit.
0: That's why when I sell stuff on eBay, I exclusively go buy it nows.
5: <laughs>
0: like, I never have an auction. And I've sold at pretty much everything but a run of Adventure Time issues. Other than that, I've sold everything else I had on there.
2: Yeah, I got some comics downstairs I needed to sell um I probably do okay, you know. It's just I got probably, you know, what I would probably piece out into five or six lots. That's five or six eBay sellers after we're buyers. Yeah, it just give me a little heartache. <laughs> the my
1: PayPal money hit my bank account today, and oh man, I've been spending so much money. It's so great, but that shit, <laughs> that shit's almost gone. So I, I'm like, I've got the fucking fiend now. I I, I need to sell more shit on eBay. <laughs> So I can get more money.
2: Yeah, exactly. While I didn't get exactly what I wanted out of this one, like it's still hey, I got sixty-five bucks I didn't have the other day. Well, I will have at least, I'm gonna fucking you know, turn around to buy more shit that I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and there there's always more shit that I want. What of this shit don't I want anymore? <laughs> and the answer is very little. I hoard. It's <laughs> the problem.
0: Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm decided I'm trying to figure out if I wanna try and sell my Batman Number one at work, or if I want to just slap a buy it now one hundred dollars on it and throw it on eBay. Because <laughs> if you got that, that money's that book's going for money.
1: Batman yeah. number one from the new fifty two.
4: Yeah. Jose, hey, for, you, how much? Yeah. I've got that. Yeah, I
1: think
0: I I know at least. Jose I got
1: a bunch of them
4: number fifty two <laughs> number ones. What else is worth money? <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a bunch of. There's some of those that don't go for anything, but there's some that do go for money. Like, I mean, the $100 would be me hoping that it would go for that much. I mean, I've seen it go for that much in the past.
5: If there a certain.
0: We're going to flood the market with Batman number ones now, and Kelly's yeah. not going to get
2: dicked. <laughs> <laughs> Most saga number one a $200 book, easy.
0: Yeah, I'm debating about when to get rid of that one.
2: Yeah, if they have like a
0: movie or TV series,
1: that's when you that's when you hit.
0: I know, but and the thing with saga is, I don't think they ever will because that's.
5: Oh, get the fuck
0: out of (laughs) here! I don't know.
2: Now they've gone on record saying that they won't, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Speaking of impossible adaptations, saw a picture on Twitter of Seth Rogen and Garth Ennis on the set of Preacher. Yeah, that was kind of surreal. That's awesome. It might be really good, you guys. Could be. There's no reason it, it can't be at this point. Yeah. Because yeah, AMC has proven with Walking Dead they're not afraid of doing some, some controversial shit, so we'll see.
0: Yeah. Like, and now I've got my, uh, what is it, Wicked and Divine and Sex Criminals issues that I can sell eventually, too, when those series come out.
2: Yeah, see, that's the problem with reading. I, I, most of the shit that I have they are digital. but like, can't resell that. Nope. <laughs> Ever. So there is that. Oh. Hey, what's up with some news, man? What is up with some news?
3: We'll do it live. okay? Well, do it live! I can, I'll can write it and we'll do it live! Fuck it! In 5, 4, 3.
1: This is the Pop Top 6 Pack of News for June 2nd, 2015.
2: Fucking thing sucks!
1: DC Comics will be running half-page ads on story pages during their June comics, featuring 90s relic Nick Lachey shilling for Twix. Some creators and fans are up in arms, probably because they would have preferred Kit Kat ads featuring Dancing with the Stars champion Drew Lachey. Oh, God. Professional weirdo Tilda Swinton is reportedly in (laughs) talks to a... (laughs) (laughs) Professional weirdo... Professional weirdo Tilda Swinton is reportedly in talks to appear as the ancient one in Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange. In a move we can only assume is to make Benedict Cumberbatch and his long, angular face seem normal by comparison.
5: <laughs>
1: On the DC... I don't think I'm going to be able to top professional weirdo Tilda Swinton at this point. <laughs> <Nope>. that's, the <laughs> you know, I've, that's the biggest laugh I've gotten in months. <laughs> On the DC movie casting front, Chris Pine is rumored to play Steve Trevor in the Wonder Woman movie, causing many fans to bemoan the need to saddle an Amazonian princess with a boyfriend. Yeah, because Pepper Potts, Jane Foster, Lois Lane, Vicki Vale, Rachel Dawes, Peggy Carter, and Betty Ross were just completely superfluous to their respective films. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 cast a new shredder last week. A new Karai this week, and a Bebop and Rocksteady, with Gary Anthony Williams playing Bebop and reportedly WWE superstar Sheamus as Rocksteady. If they were going to go with a wrestler to play Rocksteady, why not Rhino? Instead, they get (laughs) Sheamus, the white Rhino? Come on, guys. In a Facebook... Professional weirdo, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> in a Facebook QA, James Gunn denied the involvement of Kang the Conqueror in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because the rights to the character still belong to 20th Century Fox. The fuck, Aviarod! Does 20th Century Fox also have the rights to your firstborn? Jesus fucking Christ. They fire-sailed that whole company. And finally... Marvel Studios and the Raspberry Pi Foundation have debuted the Ant Man Microtech Challenge, encouraging young women to express their love of smaller than average science and technology for the chance to win tickets to the Ant Man premiere. That's funny. All my wife's love for smaller than average science got her was a lifelong commitment to yours truly. And that is the Pop Top <laughs> Six Pack of News for June 2nd, 2015.
3: Whoa-ho-ho-ho.
4: Wow. Info do, they- oh. yeah. do the joke again. Do the joke again.
1: Professional weirdo, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> oh, you guys. Never know. Never know with you guys. All right. So, starting off, uh, you know. Has DC done anything wrong in the past how many days? Uh, let's Ooh. look at the site. How many days has it been since DC has done something wrong? Uh, you know, there's two minds of this DC Comics running half-page ads on their story pages. <laughs> it's
2: been five days since the DC did something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the Twix ad.
1: I mean, one, one of the sides is, you know, the, the creators and the fans who are like, well, that's not only fucking up the flow of the story, but that's you know, taking artistic license essentially with what the artist has done on a single page and breaking it up into two. You know, that that could change the pattern, the rhythm, and the tone of the story just by doing that. And especially by slapping Nick Nick Lachey's dumbass face in there, selling (laughs) Twix on both pages. Yeah, I like it. On the other hand People are right, like, comics used to do that shit all the time. You'd have the fucking, going back all the way to the, the X-Ray Specs ads, they would put ads on the story pages. Did they, though? Yeah. Yeah. So, no it, it's not I have unprecedented. never seen that
2: on a comic book that I
5: owned.
1: Maybe you just didn't notice, because... Um, A member of 98 Degrees wasn't staring back at you trying to sell you (laughs) caramel cookie covered in chocolate.
5: Yeah,
0: Jessica Simpson's ex-husband wasn't trying to sell you (laughs) peanut butter Twix. Uh, Yeah, that's the whole other B-side of this weird fucking thing.
1: (laughs) Like, maybe if it was, you know, new season of The Flash, new season of Arrow coming in, you know, September... Maybe people wouldn't have such a problem with it.
2: I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't dig it purely because it just. I don't know. It just. got like, no like, problem with ads in comics. You know, they got to fucking pay for that shit. That's fine. But in story pages, that's that's really tacky and shitty. Well,
1: also you got to think about it too, because they said they essentially took one page and split it into two. Uh, one page of the original story and split it into two. So you got, let's say, two pan or a four-panel page, and you got two panels over here, two panels over here, and then Twix ads at the bottom of each page. But they said that they're getting rid of the ads for the trade. So there's got to be another ad in there somewhere to make up the difference so that you're not losing any two-page spreads. You know, getting one half of a 2 two-page spread and then having to turn the page for the other half.
2: Well, I mean, I know that you know, if in trades, if there is a two-page spread where it's like kind of a weird spot, I seem to just put a blank page in a trade
0: before. Uh, Yeah. yeah.
2: There's a solid black page or whatever. Like, oh, okay. I know that in six pages, there's going to be a spread then.
0: (laughs) But I don't like it. It bugs me. I do think it's funny that... I think I would have liked it if on one side it was hey... I'm former 98 Degrees member Nick Lachey, and I like Twix. And then the next page, it was, "Hey, I'm Dancing with the Stars champion Drew Lachey, and I like peanut butter Twix." I think I would have been okay with it then, but it's just two Nick Lachey's staring. It's not. It doesn't, not it doesn't make any sense. It's not funny. No.
2: Like it's just it's two it's two ads for essentially the same fucking products. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. One's got peanut butter. One's got <laughs> like caramel.
5: Well, and you know, it
1: kind of makes sense. Even though they're one's doing got chocolate
0: one, cookies, one's got no, whatever fucking Twix cookies.
4: One cascades <laughs> and one pours. And see, that's yeah. the thing
1: is that's part of the Twix ad campaign right now is the left Twix and the right Twix. You know, they got separate factories for the left Twix and the right Twix. It doesn't make as much sense when one is caramel, one's peanut butter, but it's dumb. I like it. I do think it's funny that uh, this kind of broke. By a bunch of tweets by Chris Burnham, kind of bitching about it. He says he was bitching about the bad Photoshop job, but that hmm. is also not good. But uh,
2: Greg he Capullo has, was going to ham on it too. Yeah, he
1: was. Uh, Burnham has since deleted his tweets. I doubt Greg Capullo has deleted anything. Because Garen he got into you, yeah. <laughs> I Pulo remember
2: seeing
0: them. those Burnham tweets, and he's like, "Uh, is is Nicholas and anybody else's comments? <laughs> <laughs> I did like. I think it was. I want to say it was Brandon Fletcher. It was one of the writers of Batgirl, who was just like, man, I don't know, I don't it's know what Cameron you guys Stewart. are talking. Cameron Stewart, yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but this was totally in the in the script. He just shows a little picture of the script. It's like, oh, now here appears guest, Lash- guest star Nick Lachey.
5: <laughs> yeah,
2: suddenly Nick Lachey pops in to tell to tell Batgirl all oh, about the wonderful days of peanut butter twigs. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh shit! You can put you can actually embed the "Has DC done something stupid today?" widget on your site. Let me do that.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then on the same, it's uh, yeah, Howser's runs that. So you have the, that and then like the above the comment section, it says, "And now, proof that anyone can use a keyboard."
1: <laughs> oh, I love that! I fucking love that! I saw that the other day when the story broke. <laughs> yeah. Right above their comment section, it says, "Proof that anyone can use a keyboard." <laughs> That's great. Like kudos to those guys. That's that's some good-ass trolling right there. Yeah, it's good. Next story is, uh, reportedly, professional weirdo, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> what? <laughs> is going to be the Ancient One in Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange, which, you know, traditionally, the Ancient One is a man and um, Asian, maybe-ish.
0: But who gives a fuck? She'll do fine. (laughs) Yeah. See, I was at first when I saw this headline, I forgot that uh, Bumbershoot or what's his fuck (laughs) was signed to be Doctor Strange. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that he was gonna be Doctor Strange. So I saw this headline headlong, like, oh shit, Taylor Wynn's gonna be Doctor Strange. <laughs> that shit's gonna be amazing. And then I was thinking more. I'm like, oh fuck, you know who should be the Ancient One? David fucking Bowie. <laughs> like that shit would be amazing. And then I read this. She's it's like, very... still gonna be cool. She's but very no, Bowie as cool as it is in my head. Yeah,
2: but she's very Bowie-esque. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wanted them both. She's extremely Bowie esque.
0: Yeah. He has that one video that he did for his last album where she's in it for a bunch of it and, like, they keep switching. I think they play the same role, but they just keep switching. Oh, that's kind of awesome, actually. It's pretty great. Like, but really, if you think about it, if Tilda Swinton's going
1: to be in a comic book movie, she's an insane person. Like, what what better role is there for her that exists? I, I couldn't tell you.
4: No no. I, I loved her in um, The Beach Constantine
1: Yeah she was great in Constantine Yeah she's really good in that And and uh, Ambiguously Gay duo Well movie? The, her, her gender was very ambiguous In
4: Constantine Yeah Yeah her, Very androgynous Her, her... <laughs> She was playing uh, Michael right The Ar- 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 Archangel Michael Yeah
1: Yeah I mean her gender is pretty Fucking Ambiguous yeah, In until general Gender fluid <laughs>
4: <laughs> she's like Kevin Spacey. That's just fuck. <laughs> we'll sort it out later.
0: Man, I'm really mad that she's not gonna be Doctor Strange now.
2: And At the bottom of that page is a fucking link to close-up shots of Batman on Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because of course there is. <laughs> God damn it. We've seen that whole movie already.
1: No, David Ayer
0: says that you
1: you haven't there's still sure, secrets we I had you
0: okay
4: <laughs> yes I'm good
2: okay. <laughs> I'm gonna put this I'm gonna put this this picture here in the chat I'm gonna go on record saying that it is fucking unacceptable <laughs> that this is a picture that I can see on the internet right now <laughs> Like that what the
5: fuck good. are
1: you doing on that set? That is too <laughs> close. And like that are is they not alright? Are they just going spawn movie with his cape? Are they CGIing his cape?
2: I, I they, think just for this scene. Yeah, because it's you know, because he's, you know, fucking riding a car.
4: I think just just for like, safety on this scene.
2: In this picture, the guy's like Two feet in front of the fucking car with a cell phone.
4: <laughs> and oh, it's, yeah, it's. releasing He's it. Right there. releasing it. It's
1: perfect HD yeah. digital. Ayer took photo. that fucking photo. Like, no
2: one's saying, hey, motherfucker, quit taking pictures on our set. <laughs> Who are you? I you like... don't work here. Go away.
4: It's the director taking the picture. I like releases.
2: how the fabric is
1: bunched around his, his penis. So it's like all these p- fabric bunch lines just <laughs> pointing towards his dick. <laughs> Just
4: fucking God. ridiculous. Well, okay, it, is the rumor a guard? Is the rumor still going around that the Joker's <laughs> kind of a um, uh uh, uh Sons of the Lambs kind of thing? Well, I've heard a rumor that Batman's in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
5: confirmed,
2: but I've heard a rumor. Because this could probably
1: just be the beginning of the movie. Right, right, right. Uh, like yeah. I. From what I've gotten yeah. from the rumors and reports is and, that you know, the 45 minutes
2: of set footage you've watched online Yeah,
1: but, you know, <laughs> they they show how uh Joker and Harley Quinn get captured in the in the beginning or whatever and then, you know, Harley Quinn becomes a member of the Suicide Squad, Joker's in jail and then maybe Joker is the the villain towards the end of it that they have to track down. I like the Lambo I'm the the only thing I don't like about the Joker is the damaged tattoo across the forehead. I'm cool yeah, with all the other it's, tattoos. It's
0: so you know he's
4: damaged. <laughs> Everything oh, you, else seems to be kind of cool and, and, and it's fitting different. into it's what they're doing. Very different. But that forehead tattoo's stupid. But Margot
1: Robbie as Harley Quinn is is one of the best castings.
2: It's it's growing on me. It's growing on me. Yeah.
1: Oh, the uh, shark says the Batmobile looks like a hybrid of the Tumblr. It absolutely does. And I think the Bat that Batmobile looks fucking cool. It's
2: fucking cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Like, but again, that picture was taken like three feet away from it too. Like, God, close the set. Close the set. <laughs>
1: there's a guy literally in the back seat of the Batmobile that they didn't know about <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> oh yeah, there's video all over the place. There's so... I mean... But we we have to think about how much of the movie is this car chase or whatever it is. You know, it could only be like a a five minute scene or or a one minute flashback. We feel like we've seen a lot of it because there's so much of
2: it. But yeah, there's a guy with a boom mic hooked up to a cell phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dip it into the fucking frame. Uh,
1: moving forward, rumor is that Chris Pine, aka James T. Kirk is going to play Steve Trevor in the Wonder Woman movie, which, uh, you know, Gal Gadot's not uh, an A-list star as of yet. Chris Pine has led his own movies before, so adding a little bit of name recognition, kind of like Natalie Portman in Thor. You know, not the worst thing in the world. Sure, sure. But the argument against Steve Trevor, like... It bugs me because it's not like they're inventing a boyfriend for Wonder Woman. He's been a part of Wonder Woman for decades. Yeah, I don't understand. It's the feeling that she's Wonder Woman. She doesn't need no man.
2: Her movie doesn't even need no man. But but he's, like Jane Foster, he's the entry point character. Right. You know, he he's the the bridge to like, you know, man's world. Have Tilda Swinton play uh, Steve
1: Trevor.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tilda Swinton could be like a fucking on Amazon though. Yeah. Fuck, I wanna put her
0: in a bunch of comic <laughs>
1: movies, <once she laughs> Cut off. <laughs> she was the only good thing about that uh oh no. I was thinking Golden Compass. She was good she was really good in Lion Witch and the Wardrobe. She's really good in Michael Clayton.
0: Fuck, have her be Adam
1: Warlock. Oh my god, I forget. I don't remember her from Michael Clayton. I've seen it. She's straight up
2: fucking weird in Snowpiercer.
1: Oh I shit, shit she's that in that Snowpiercer. I yeah, keep... she's
2: fucking crazy in Snowpiercer. These these like giant teeth.
1: And she's already fought Captain America. Shit. Did she? Yeah. Does she fight him? Is she a bad guy?
2: Yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't fight anything. She's like a she's like a fucking weird bureaucrat type. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking crazy. She's like really, Hunger really games creepy. Type
1: shit. Uh, why couldn't they get the to Swinton to play Rocksteady? And fuck <laughs> no. it. She's uh, as well suited for the part as Seamus is, I think. Fucking Seamus. <laughs> now, we, we, we talked last week, they've recast The Shredder. Scottish Rocksteady. This week, they recast Karai. So, it's like they're throwing everything out from the first movie, except for those awful turtle designs and Megan Fox. Now, Gary Anthony Williams, as Bebop, looks kind of cool. Like, yeah. purple mohawk, fucking nose ring, red looks, vest. I don't like Bebop. Yeah, fucking spiked-ass gauntlets. And and when they first reported that it was Seamus as Rocksteady, I didn't believe it. Because all we've got is this over-the-shoulder shot. You don't see any of his face. and Just some fucking ginger. It doesn't even have to be Rocksteady. Just because he's sitting next to Bebop doesn't make him Rocksteady. But redhead, white skin, you know, n- nothing that looks like the cartoon or the comic book Rocksteady that makes me think that he's Rocksteady at all. But apparently he fucking is. I mean, th- he posted a Twitter picture of him with Shredder and uh, and Bebop hanging
2: out. So, which you know, like this, this pictures too showed up of like Shredder, like you know, look like the Shredder.
1: Yeah, I mean the and are we to assume that that's a
2: new Foot Soldier design too in some of those set pictures? Maybe, like I mean just. This- You show me this Shredder, like, you know, this time two years ago, and I'd do a lot less shit talking about this movie. (laughs) Like, that looks fucking cool. I mean... He looks like the Shredder should look. Could they
1: slightly start to move away from the character designs from the first one? Like, they can't completely throw those Ninja Trolls designs out from the first one, but they can slowly start to move away from them.
2: So that, like, by the third movie, we get something that's not terrible looking. I still maintain that the the turtle designs were the least of that movie's fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't. You're I right. I don't really like them, but
1: you're right. But there's still I'm ugly a as list of shit
2: that's wrong with it. That's not even near the top. <laughs> but if you're putting, you know, you got
1: Casey Jones, okay, that's a that's an improvement. You're putting in a Bebop that looks like a goddamn Bebop. You're actually doing a Shredder, you know. I I say all bets are off. (laughs) Shark in the chat says, opening scene where Donnie has an explosion ruining all four of their faces. Well, (laughs) they would also have to uh, be, like, put in a POW camp or something like that so that they lose some of their mass, too. (laughs) Can we do that in Ninja Turtles 2? Put the turtles in a POW camp?
2: Is that something that we're willing to do? It's fine. They'll just, you know, be able to just, you know... Use the located adrenaline shot to get out of the POW camp.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, my God. I saw the I saw a headline for this story that was, James Gunn talks Kang the Conqueror in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And before I even read the story, I linked it to Mahoney. And Mahoney's like, oh, time jam. Fucking time jam. Nailed it. <laughs> and then we actually read the story and it's like, James Gunn says that he can't use Kang the Conqueror because... King the Conqueror is owned by 20th Century Fox. Yeah, the
2: guy that wrote that headline's an asshole. Yep. <clears throat>
1: Apparently, he know like the assumption is that James Gunn wanted to use King the Conqueror. He's like, "Can I use King the Conqueror?" And they're like, "Sorry. <laughs> 20th Century Fox owns him." And he's like, "Well, fuck." Which is weird. It yeah. is weird because like, I mean-
2: I would. I put Kang as an Avengers villain before a Fantastic Four villain for sure.
5: Yeah,
1: his first like, appearance for sure. as Kang was in an Avengers book, but then he also appeared in Fantastic Four as uh, Rama Tut. Is that right? His his other yes. so and maybe
0: and I wh- think Rama Tut appeared before Kang
1: and and Rama Tut also uh, was part of Apocalypse's origin, too, wasn't he? So maybe yes. they're using him in X-Men Apocalypse somehow?
2: Yeah, but still, as- but like, for as weird as they're like, oh, you know, hey, you know, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch can be kind of both. I right. guess I understand that. So we'll give you dual play. I don't even, you know, hey, write a list of Fantastic Four villains. Kang's <laughs> not on that son yeah. of bitch. Like, it's not no. even there. Like I don't even, I don't even associate him with them.
1: Fucks! Fox- Fox ain't doing shit with no King the Conqueror. Get the fuck no. out of here. At best, they're using him in an origin for Apocalypse as Ramatut. Then that's fine. Use your Ramatut. We'll be over here with King the Conqueror. Okay, how about that? Yeah,
2: they're too busy with Blogger Doom over here.
4: <laughs> yeah, they were able to use, uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Why can't they Ramatut? <laughs> Welcome to two minutes <laughs> ago, Jose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it definitely seems weird that Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are are the lone characters that ha- have dual citizenship.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. This reminds me, I had a dream the other night, mind you, I still haven't I still haven't seen Avengers: Age of Ultron, but I had a dream that I did go to see it, and all <laughs> I remember from it is that I'm walking out of the theater and talking to my friend like, man, that's weird that. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, they just cut them out of the movie and they're just going to be in the director's cut. And then I remember the final scene was um, (laughs) Man-Thing showing up and then just disappearing and being a werewolf astronaut. (laughs) And that's just how the movie ends.
1: Dreams are great. (laughs) In the chat. Uh, And speaking of uh, seeing movies uh, and Avengers... Kelly, you need to get to your fucking crazy recliner theater and see Avengers already,
0: man. I know I do.
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, in the chat, Rob says, Rama-Tut comes before Kang, Kang comes before Immortus, and then there's Scarlet Centurion and Iron Lad. Those are all aliases of Kang as he travels through time. Sh- now, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. did Rama-Tut debut in the comics before Kang, or chronologically, chronologically Rama-Tut... Right. Comes before Kang. I want to say he appeared first. I guess it doesn't matter. And Rob just says yes (laughs) 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 to both. (laughs) Okay, so he did. That's fucked up, man.
2: Yeah, that's that's
1: like I got no deep love for Kang the Conqueror. The most I know about Kang the Conqueror is I have his Secret Wars action figure. That's (laughs) it. But I know he deals with time travel, and I know that there's going to be a time gem eventually in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So,
2: adoy. (laughs) Yeah, it makes more sense there, because, you know, he's just sitting on the metaphorical shelf at Fox, not doing shit. And, well, you know, we can probably say at this point, never going to do shit over there.
1: And you know what? Sitting on the shelf at Fox is better than, you know, being called into the game at Fox at this point. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and then say it again, going on record.
2: Not seeing that Fantastic Four movie.
1: <laughs> nope. Now no. I'm I am coming around on this Ninja Turtles movie, but I'm still not gonna see that Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, like if they keep like, you know,
2: more shit like this, and I'm gonna be I dare say I'm kinda excited about that Ninja <laughs> Turtles movie. <laughs> doing right stuff. I'd be so pissed
1: if they don't turn into Bebop and Rocksteady until the last five minutes, though. I'd be so pissed.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm about this oh, so shit. far.
1: Shark in the chat just linked a picture of uh, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool from Wolverine Origins, and he looks like a war boy from <laughs> Fury Road. Oh, God. oh shit. <laughs> Witness me.
3: Wow, he really does.
2: I live I die I live again They climb into the rounds of Valhalla.
1: <laughs>
2: what and, a lovely day
1: <laughs> And then final story is the Ant-Man Microtech challenge which kind of cool is very cool like and and they're like no dudes <laughs> Uh so it's it's getting young women to fucking Think of cool fucking miniature technology, and uh, you know if w- whoever wins is going to get to be able to go to the Ant Man premiere, and then uh, a fucking evolution of technology workshop at Disneyland, having their tech-based ideas modeled for even younger girls in their home communities. Yeah,
2: it's a STEM. Those are all kinds of cool words together.
1: It's a STEM promoting contest. What does STEM stand for? I just assume science, cells,
0: um, technology, engineering, math.
1: Engineering, math. Ah. Yep.
0: Thank you for saving me with technology.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Microtechnology, such as a Raspberry Pi, can enable tinkerers, makers, builders, and future imagineers to execute big ideas with an inexpensive base component that fits in a girl's pocket.
2: That's cool.
1: What is the the Raspberry Pi?
2: That's like fun? a micro computer. Like, you can use it to just, you know, little things like you can set up a like a media server with it. You kind of plug an external hard drive up to it. It's, you know, run very minimalistic software on it. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, those are popular for making old game emulators. Yeah, that too. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, pretty sweet.
1: And they kind of announced this... Uh, program by using Evangeline Lily from Ant-Man so that's kind of cool
2: yeah it's very cool
1: she's like I'm a scientist <laughs> <Fosse>? <laughs> that is my dead on uh, Hope Van Tine impersonation
2: hey Ant-Man let's go find some bad guys oh my god Evangeline Lily just showed up on the podcast
0: can you talk about the island for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I was that's thinking, where I know her from. Thank I was, you. I was
1: thinking the uh, uh, Michael Bay Island for a second <laughs> there. I was like, Kelly, she was not in the island. <laughs> that was Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the news. You want to talk some news. comic books. Let's talk about the comic books. Fuck you, Filbert. <laughs>
5: The problem with comic
4: books is where are you that they at, wash Jose? Wash your
5: hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands.
4: <laughs> Sorry, you suck.
2: <laughs> he says he <you> suck. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sorry. Hey, Jose, did you hear? Hey.
4: Did you hear? Did I hear? Hear what? You're gay as <laughs> fuck! <laughs> I got him so good. <laughs> He's still just tickling himself. (laughs) No, but seriously, guys, if you were there, you guys would have left your ass off. It was pretty good. (laughs) Nice. Next time you do that,
0: you have to start listening to an episode of the podcast.
5: (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: All right. So, yeah, uh, comics this week. Okay. Real quick. I got to give a shout out to... Shouts out! Shield number six. Because, man, it is super fucking fun you guys it's insanely fun uh let's see what we got uh it's the the shield up issues up until this point have been kind of one and done self-contained things with just you know hints that they're all at least magically based and so shit came their head at the end of last issue when dormammu enacted a plan to release a plague of mindless like you know turning earth's brightest and, and most brilliant minds into mindless ones so the uh, mindless plague as it were and so it affects like you know your tony Stark and reed richards is first you know it kind of goes down the, the ladder from there you know smarts wise and so you know colson is describing explaining this to maria hill is like okay so this is what's happening so you know uh, we 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 assigned Fitz and Simmons to kind of figure out what was going on, but surprising no one, they were one of the first victims. Uh, you and me are going to be cool for a few hours, Hill. <laughs> she says, "I'll try not to take that personally." So they're figuring out what's going on, trying to figure out what's happening. Strange is nowhere to be found. Most of the me- mystics are in a coma, and so it's you know May says, "Well, don't we? Ha- hasn't Strange been, you know, giving us stuff?" He says, "Yeah, you know, we've had volumes upon volumes of stuff is being transcribed and." digitized right now but you know when you go check in with this guy you might have to be careful he's a little touchy you know and the works changed him a little bit and Hill says changed him how and The next page has this guy sitting at a computer with an owl head <laughs> and the guy says okay you know we can do this but you know i know why you're looking at me weird and you know when you're typing in magic spells typos are very very important to miss you like that just, just <laughs> fun little gags and like you know, the reference to the time where you turn himself into a unicorn by mistake one time shit like that and you know as they're going after Dormammu in the uh, dark dimension which Coulson describes as a, magi- as a magical North Korea <laughs> run by Dormammu they call in uh, Frankenstein's monster Man-Thing and Simon Garth to protect the doorway because you know they're dumb as fuck Just it's so much damn fun lots of good gags and it looks really cool and it's just a lot of fun. I like it a lot. It's, well, you know, Every couple of pages, it just had me smiling, and I really enjoyed it. Because, you know, some shit that Marvel's been doing lately kind of bums me out. And this book was a lot of fun. Uh, bummer book, uh, Black Widow 18. That shit just kind of ended very abruptly.
0: Yeah, it did. Like, but hey, it's got to tie to Secret War. Uh, I guess.
2: At least it did not end with a, there is only secret Wars. so At least there's that. But like, they just, you know, jumped ahead a whole lot, like towards the end of the book too. Like, it's very weird. Like they just, they've been building towards this story for, you know, hell the better part of two years. And they just really, cause like she kills this guy, but you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there still like a crazy, super technological city on the desert somewhere full of these people? Yeah, she kind of just killed the guy, like, ah, it's over now. But, you know, they were like, a, he's not, he's not chaos. He's like one fucking dude. They really tried to make you believe that he was. That, you know, they collectively should still be after her. <laughs> so. Ah, it's over now. Yeah. Honestly, glad it's not just me. Because that shit, I'm like, is it? Me? Okay. <laughs> but no, it's real, real quick. Very, very oddly quick. Um, I was very happy to see that in Nova 31, like, you know, he got to fucking save his dad. You know, they did not leave that hanging at the end of for Secret Wars. Like, they got, to, you know, they told that fucking story they were telling. I'm like, man, look at you guys go Tell them the story you're wanting to tell. Good for you guys. I want to just give those guys a high five. Good for you. Uh, and it's really cool too. I like that Nova book, man. I like uh, that guy, the the new the new Nova. I like him a lot, and uh, it makes me happy that they're doing something with him. I'm I mean, he's going to be in the new the Avengers book when it comes back. So I assume he's going to be around still. Maybe in the maybe Jerry Duggan will come back and write it because he's really good in this. I like that. Um, as far as Secret Wars goes, the between the twenty ninety nine book. I did read Planet Hulk's uh, Planet Hulk or... Yeah, it was called Planet Hulk. Yeah. In Inferno, we talked about a little bit. And then like Adalan Rising and A-Force. Like, I'm not convinced that like God Doom isn't autistic. Or has ADD or a horrible combination of the both of them. Because it doesn't make sense that this world exists the way that it does. Like, Old Man Logan is really cool that book's really rad like it's really really good you know it's really good but i feel like it's very much predicated on the fact that i liked old man logan the first time out you know and i know what yes. that is it's come back to this thing that i liked whereas i did, didn't read inferno so i gave no fucks about inferno when i read it you know so it's playing on this nostalgia stuff. That's it's 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 tough when you're thinking about like you know how this is supposed to be accessible to new readers or even readers like myself that have been reading forever but are not familiar with some of these stories. Like they're, they're banking on a lot of you know past, which is a kind of tricky thing to do, I think. But like Old Man Logan is an alternate timeline that. Doom was not involved in. Yeah. Same as like 2099 for that matter. Like, you know, like why would, you know, this god Doom know that this is a thing to the point that he would put it in his battle world?
0: Yeah, the battle world, the building of battle world is pretty much just nonsense.
2: Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, Doom built the world. I don't that that doesn't hold water. That doesn't no, make it any it doesn't
0: sense. make sense.
2: Like, it doesn't make sense at all. Same way with, like, you know, Future Imperfect is going to be a thing this week. Like, you know, it's... That doesn't fly.
0: And, like, the only way to make the Deadlands and the Shield and that shit make sense is to say that Doom really likes Game of Thrones. Basically, yeah. Because, yeah, if, like, if you don't say that, there's, there's no other explanation for it. Because why else would he be like, I'm going to put Marvel zombies and Age of Ultron and something else I can't remember in here? Is, uh, and Annihilation gonna, wave. That's it. Yeah. And they're going to be really dangerous and they're going to try and kill me and my people. But I'm going to put up this wall here. So that'll protect everyone when I could just make those bad guys go away. But they're still going to be there. Unless he's like, hey, man, Game of Thrones is pretty rad. And I want a wall and to have winter. Yeah. Doom read the books. <laughs> yeah. But that said, man,
2: Old Man Logan is fucking cool. Like, yeah. There's really nothing about that I don't like, except for the fact when it reminds me it's in Secret Wars. <laughs> uh, but did you read Modoc Assassin? All, you know what? I did. I did go back and read that, and man, that was a fun time of the movie. Yeah, that's, that's a fun book. It is Modoc in Kill Town, I think it's called. Killville. Killville. Yeah, Killville, which, again, what the fuck, Doom? And, you know, Baron Mordo, Baron Mordo, right? Yeah, Mordo. I think so, yeah. Yeah, is the, the you know, the Baron of, the, of that realm or whatever. But MODOK is just, you know, an assassin killing people. And he, like, you know, just relishes in blowing people's heads up. And, you know, he's killed all the superheroes. So, like, it's just MODOK and, like, a handful of villains. And they border what apparently is just a colony full of sentinels, which doesn't make any fucking sense. But, you know, they're at war with the land of M or whatever the fuck, which, you know, I feel like they shouldn't be aware of each other. That's the rule they're going to play by or whatever. But, like, Gambit comes running out of the the Sentinel territory and Modok, you know, convinces the Sentinel to kill itself, basically. And as Gambit is basically thanking Modok for saving him, he blows his head up (laughs) because he can. It's fun. Oh, yeah, it's silly.
0: While we're on Secret Wars, I want to talk about two things. One is where monsters dwell. Okay. And that's the Garth Ennis book about the World War One or two pilot, I can't okay, yeah, remember which. Okay, yeah, yeah. That goes into a land of dinosaurs. There is no way that book was written with Secret Wars in mind. Unless something happens in the next couple issues to prove to me that it is like there's something Secret Wars related in it there's no way that this book hasn't just been sitting in some editor's drawer finished for like the past two years. And they thought like, Hey, we could put this out, I guess with this. Really? Okay. Well, that makes me kind of want to read it. It's a good book. Like I liked it a lot. It's very, it's good. Garth Ennis. Like it's, it's very, it's the Garth Ennis I enjoy. Like it's, it's a good book. There's a character called no balls. It's a good time. (laughs) That does sound like good. That does sound like good. Garth Ennis. And then while we're on Secret Wars, do we want to talk about how it's completely fucking up Marvel's shipping schedule? Man, I... boy, yeah. <laughs> Man. I found a list earlier today that has all of the updated shipping. All the... every comic that needs to change its dates, they have a whole list up there. And holy fuck, Marvel has a shit ton of books. Yeah, to be fair, it's not just... No, it's well. not just Marvel, but it's mostly Marvel. Yeah, and it's a lot of Secret Wars books because Secret Wars 3 is coming out like a month later than it's supposed to. Well, Secret Wars 3 is out tomorrow. Right, right, 4, yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah, 4 is the one that's getting fucked all hell. And, but, I, you know, that's what happens when you bank two issues and then you have them come out two weeks in a row. Yeah, because not for nothing,
2: there is a lot to draw in those pages, man. Yeah, There's and- a lot going on. And not only that, they're big books. Yeah, that's right. They're like double, double, if not double, at least
0: like 36 pages. Yeah. So it's like they're pumping these books out and they're not getting the others ready in time. And now, when they did AVX and Sixes, they had like rotating
2: art teams on it.
0: Yeah, and as far as I know, this is only Assad Ribic, but... But he won't be
2: doing issue five by himself.
0: Yeah, that's probably going to change. And, you know, it's
2: like. I, I kind of made the point on Twitter today. It's like they're weird kind of mini series one off things or whatever. You know, there's they're not even necessarily with the regular creative team. Sometimes they are, but not, you know, explicitly with the same creative teams. A lot of time like if it's a if it's a writer that's writing a character, it's not it's not like, you know, the team from Guardians of the Galaxy is doing Guardians of Nowhere. Not all not the whole team, you know. So yeah. like, there's no reason they couldn't have been working on those. And you know, they've only been talking about this like publicly. They've been talking about it for the better part of a year, right? Like a long time. We know yeah. that it's coming.
0: I can only assume that the tie-ins have to have something that's in them that happens spoilery the shit C- yeah 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 that's the only thing i can assume that would cause all of these books to slide like that
2: it's like when they did uh the same thing happened with civil war when yes yeah. got sick like and you can't be mad at him. the guy got sick shit happens you know
0: yeah but they this delayed, is just marvel being dumb here
2: delayed a shitload of books because the, a lot of those books refer to the fact that goliath died mm-hmm. and that's a big plot point they didn't want to spoil it and I i get it Cool, it makes sense. You know, you don't want to reveal that. That's fine, but you know, they had nothing but time. Like, yeah, for at least eight months. Mm-hmm. All the Avengers books have said in eight months, time runs out. So, like, why the fuck was a side ribic drawing Thor and not this? Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they were thinking. Because this is fucking their whole summer. And then also along with that. What the fuck is up with Bucky? Yeah. Like that I don't understand. And the weird thing is. That the date there's two books. Being shifted. They were both going to come out on the same day. And then when they shifted them. They're still scheduled to come out on the same day. Yeah that's weird. That doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, man, it's just fucking DC playbook. Yeah, it really is. And uh, you know, that is not a compliment. No, no, <laughs> like no, no, no. Not no, no, a compliment.
0: No. Fucking
2: at all. Terrible.
0: Ugh. I, I want. There's. I want to like see yours. i I'm enjoying it now, but this could hurt it a lot. And, you
2: know, like I said, I wrote a bit on the website last week that, like, no matter how good the story is, this is not how you do comics. No. It's just bad comics. Uh, let's see, what the fuck else are we talking about beyond that? Um, haven't read the new Ninja Turtles all the way through yet. Um, I'm still sitting on some Hawkeyes, because, you know, silly me, I don't want to read All New Hawkeye until I read the last issue of plain old regular Hawkeye. Which, and when, where
0: the, when is where that going to come? fuck is that book? like That book's done. It's done. See, you mentioned that a couple weeks ago, and I had not heard that. If that's true, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just like Uncanny 600. It's done.
2: But there's like, at least, okay, if they don't want to do Uncanny 600 because they want to, uh, you know, let it do its thing, you know, because the Secret Wars is a big deal, great. They straight up launched the follow-up series to that one three issues deep now. Yeah, I, I don't, don't get it, and I think it's been like a—it's been almost a year.
0: It's I, getting there. I could be exaggerating. I don't think I am. It's been
5: a long at time. Le-
0: at least s- seven months, I would say. I'm gonna fucking find out. I'm gonna look that shit up because it's getting—it's getting absurd. Like I know I've seen. I want to say I think it was David Aha posted like a fully colored and lettered panel at one point from it. And you're like, hey, um,
2: what the fuck, man?
0: Yeah, and from what I've heard, it's done. Like I, I subscribe to Fraction's email list, and he's he even said about uh, Hawkeye. He's like, I have no fucking idea when that book's coming out.
4: Did he tell you in his mailing list to uh, keep your eye out for Fear itself? <laughs> <laughs> Still bitter about that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jose, have you ever read Hawkeye?
4: Yeah, I have Hawkeye. Okay, yeah, Hawkeye
1: I had I had 20. the first.
4: I had I don't remember. I might be up to nine, somewhere around nine or thirteen. I think I I stopped. Oh yeah, I was borrowing those from you. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell my story when it's when it's my turn.
2: Yeah, Hawkeye <laughs> twenty came out in September. Hawkeye twenty one came out in March really hang on i don't know if that's right
0: that's way more recent than i thought
1: you guys see rob's theory about the uh wall in the chat oh we got he says that karen gillen has hinted that there's more to it than just a wall and he links to a picture of the wall and it kind of has a very similar design to it as you know ben grim's you know, rock form. It's kind of, kind of, kind of got the same shape to it. Yeah, I could see that. So he's saying that the wall is actually the thing.
0: It looks like it. Yeah. I think you're onto something.
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know that makes sense because you know, Fantastic Four, Doom. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense than. Old Man Logan or A Force. Hmm. Good theory, Rob. See, so, yeah, okay, so, yeah, February, which it's, maybe it's because the previous one was you know so much longer, longer before that. I don't know. It's 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 weird. Bad, bad comics, bad comics. Skipping skipping steps, man. And you know, that's a really popular book.
0: Yeah, people really like that book. And you know, they don't like this new one as much. I guess <laughs> Hawkeye is not deaf anymore. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that shit got fixed. Maybe that happened
2: in issue 22. I don't know. I
0: think he's got hearing
2: aids now. He did in that, the, the truly delightful Hawkeye vs. Deadpool miniseries. He had hearing aids.
1: Well, he had hearing HIV first.
2: Well, you know, then he got full blown <laughs> hearing aids. <laughs> uh, last one I will talk about is chilling adventures of sabrina number three what Ooh, so good so fucking sabrina good
1: the teenage witch
2: yeah fuck yeah it is <laughs> fuck yeah because they, they had like this huge break between one and two to the point where like i kind of thought that it might have been like a one shot <laughs> but then two and three have come out on, on, on schedule i guess you know they're back on track um laugh all you want guys. Nice. this shit is awesome <laughs> yeah it's so good it's uh, it's set like in the '60s, and it's you know, Sabrina Spellman in high school, whatever, as she's about to, you know, go through the dark baptism rite and become a witch, wherein you know, Satan in the flesh is conjured in the woods, and she has you know, she's to write her name down as one of his ladies in waiting in this fucking book made of flesh and shit like that. Oh
1: my god! Yeah,
2: and all this is going on uh, as Madam Satan escaped from hell she is a dead woman with skulls for eyes who (laughs) kills a woman takes her skin and then murders the drama teacher to take her place at the school she is the jilted lover of Sabrina's father who was a warlock who ran off left her for a mortal who was Sabrina's mother her mother has since then gone insane when she found out what she's kind of involved in and lives in an asylum In the last issue, Madam Satan goes to the asylum to murder her, finds out she's lost her mind, and leaves her because that's a living death, way worse than a real death. It's some dark shit. Yeah, it's super fucking dark. And what is the, does
1: the art look like old school Archie books? No. No, no, no. no, no. I wish it it it,
0: did.
2: (laughs) It looks, I mean, it's kind of like a modern, it looks like a modern EC
0: comic. Yeah, the art is gorgeous. Yeah, I
2: guess, Yeah, it looks like it looks what like what a, what you'd expect a modern EC comic to look like, um, you know. Whereas the Archie versus Predator book really, you know, kind of banks on it looking like an Archie comic, right? Yeah, that's that's part of that's part of what makes it so cool and so much fun. This is not that. This is just gorgeous. Like,
0: yeah, I kind of want to find out if this guy sells his original art. Because I'd kind of like to own a page.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it is, but it looks like every page is just like, you know, colored pencils and shit. Like, it, it, it every page that's a Robert Hack does the art. Yeah. Every page just looks like a piece of fine art.
0: Like it's, Yeah, like, there's pages you can see the brush strokes from his, from his paintbrush. And, you know, and
2: he's done, you know, two issues back to back. Like, so he's doing, you know, they're, they're from what I understand, the reason that the delay was because of Sakasa's, like, commitments otherwise.
0: Because like, he's, like, the editor-in-chief of Archie now. Yeah, he's like their top editor guy and working on their TV show. Yeah, and he's also writing this and then um, Afterlife with Archie, too. So, I mean, he's a
2: busy yeah. guy. But, yeah, she, so, yeah, Madame Satan, in the guise of the drama teacher, sends Harvey out into the forest. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, Someone said that maybe Sabrina was, you know, running off to meet some boy in the forest on the night she knows Sabrina's going to sacrifice a goat and pledge herself to Satan. <laughs> so... Fucking Harvey, you know, walks into the forest and sees the bring down kneeling down in front of a giant like thirty foot Satan with a ram skull on his forehead and a giant bush loincloth. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the metalest comic I've read in a long time. Yeah. It's fucking great, dude. <laughs> yeah. Laugh all you want. That shit's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, it was between this and yeah, this and uh, and Shield were probably the best books I read. Like, you know, where Shield was just kind of fun. This was just you know unexpected, just fucking great. <laughs> so good, so damn
0: good. Well, what, what else you got, Kelly? Uh, not much. Fucking Sabrina, dude, it's so good. Outside of what we talked about already, the only thing I have really worth talking about is Convergence Shazam number two. All right, I'll out bite. of the con- out of the convergence books that is the lone great one <laughs> It's really fucking good like it's I'm really disappointed this isn't like the pilot to a ongoing Shazam series by this creative team. It's uh Jeff Parker and Doc Shanner
1: Doc Shanner just- did um some ghostbusters didn't he
0: He may have I'm not sure. But yeah, it's it looks and feels like an old school Shazam comic, and it's just such a fun time. And you have them; they're under the uh, whatever city that they're from. I can't remember is under attack by the Gotham from Gotham by Gaslight. So you have Shazam fighting, you know, steampunk Batman, and then they designed a whole bunch of Batman villains to fit into that time period and Shanner kind of changes up his art so it looks more like Mignola okay. and it's just a really fucking great book and it's probably the, the best thing I've read out of DC in a while huh. and it's like hey Convergence sucked but at least we got that book out of it
2: okay so then like I don't mean you know It may be your job too. I mean, did you read more of Convergence? Like, is it like,
0: does it matter? Um, I feel like it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. Like, I read the whole miniseries, the main thing. I read every issue, just because I wanted to see how bad it would get, and it got bad. It got somehow slightly better as it went on, but it was still shitty. And I'm not entirely sure what happened in the end of it. Because I've talked to a couple people. I've seen people writing things online about it. And I've gotten a bunch of different readings of what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not good. No. Because some people are telling me that the old DCU is kind of back. Like, pre-Flashpoint. And then others are saying, like, nothing happened. So I'm not sure what's going on. I'm just going to assume nothing changed and it didn't matter at all.
2: Well, we know that Superman has a sweet new haircut. (laughs) That didn't happen in that book, so... Nope. Right.
0: (laughs) I did remember this was the... um, I read the Blue Beetle uh, Convergence book. And I'm shocked no one jumped on this. Because I I didn't say anything online because I didn't want to somehow get DC in trouble. But it, this was during when all the Baltimore protests were going on. Okay. The first issue of the Blue Beetle, and this was just this wasn't DC's fault. This was just poor timing. The first issue of the Blue Beetle convergence series begins with a bunch of cops killing a bunch of protesters. Oh Jesus. <laughs> So, like, I was like, is anyone going to pick up on this and and just start screaming about how it's in bad taste? And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything on Twitter because I don't, they don't deserve this one because this book's probably been done for months. (laughs) (laughs) you got to give DC that much. You know, no matter
2: what, they were ready for this shit.
0: (laughs) Trying to think of any of the other Convergence books were worth reading. The new Teen Titans one wasn't bad. But yeah, the only one I would re- even I would just say go out and buy is the Shazam book because that was just really good. But yeah, that's all I got for this week.
2: What you got nice I
1: unfortunately have nothing, but I will have at least two books by next week because Ooh. Jose let me borrow uh, the first issue of Fight Club number two or Fight Club two, and then uh, the new Turtles I'll
2: read by next week. Surely. The Turtles is so good. I'm like a few pages in. It makes me very happy. More alapex is always a good thing. It's a bad bitch. Totally. Hold on.
1: Hold on. Got breaking news. Latino Reviews got some hot takes. Hot takes. Hot, Hot room. The headline is Hot Rumor. Martin Freeman connects Avengers: Age of Ultron and Captain America: Civil War. The rumor is that Martin Freeman is playing a character named Edward Chase, the Prime Minister of England, and uh, he's the one pushing for, you know, more oversight to the Avengers.
3: All right.
1: I just like that they used hot rumor, and that, <laughs> that made me think of Kelly
2: with the sounder. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, in the uh, chat, Juan is saying about convergence. Here's what happened: all the Earths are back, meaning DC can do any story now. Everything happened, but th- there are all separate Earths, like pre nineteen eighty
2: four DC. Which Rob replies, "Underwhelming." <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever.
1: When does that uh, Furiosa book come out? Next week? That should Tomorrow? be
2: next week. Yeah, I'll admit to him not reading the Morton Joe one yet because, like, you know, there are a lot of comics. And I opened it up, man, and there are a lot of fucking words on that first page. <laughs> yeah, it's like, old shit. <laughs> like, that's a lot of words. So I'll get to it eventually, Morton Joe.
1: Well, you know, they only had 10 pages of dialogue in all of Fury Road, so they got to put it That's
4: somewhere. Yours. Yeah, Lots of words on that one. What you got, Jose? Uh, Captain Nye set me up. I'm going to knock it down. <laughs> uh, Fight Club 2 issue Uno takes place nine years after uh, the story. See, I haven't read that yet. I'm, I'm very interested in what you have to say about it. I, I dig it. I dig it. It's, it's nine years later. Uh, Marla and uh, uh, the guy. What? What he? He's calling himself Sebastian now. Okay. So, so we, we will refer to Edward Norton's character as Sebastian. Um, it's nine years later, and he's become what he hates. He has a kid, and he's a medicated, boring uh, slave to the job. And Tyler Durden's been missing for nine years. Um, he's been you know going to therapy and living this regular boring life. Marla's bored to shit. She's starting to go back to um, uh uh support groups like how they met. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's been try. She's so bored. She's trying to stir shit up. So she's been swapping out his medication with sugar. Pills, oh shit! Slowly trying to bring Tyler Durden back, and I'll leave it at that because I don't want to huh. away too much of it. But they, you know, it's nine years later. They have a kid, and everything he fought against as Tyler Durden, he had Sebastian has become. He has become huh. a calypso singing crab.
1: but Get it, Sebastian.
4: I, I dig it. The the I guess I I missed the the cheap prints, the regular 3.99 prints and I paid 6 bucks, which isn't bad, but the 6 dollars one is the uh Bermejo alternate cover. Oh nice. So, Wait, I, you
0: paid you had to pay extra for that?
4: They were charging
0: 6 bucks, man. Man, your shop's full of shit. We sold that <laughs> shit for cover.
4: That's a 50/50 variant, right? Yeah. I don't Well, all I know is I only spent Fucking six bucks because I walked in that bitch making it rain uh, back issue bucks and a fucking twenty dollar gift uh gift certificate I had from a Christmas present. So I also picked up um the new Moon Knight trade. Nice. So I I haven't got to that yet. And then I picked up um the two issues of Batman that finished uh death death. Of- death of the family jesus christ dude yeah no well that's where i'm at wow on batman that's how far back i am i was fired for cheese <laughs> during death of the family and wow, i that's never a, that's got right that's a long time ago yeah so that that's pretty much when i stopped comics because i couldn't really afford uh the luxury and of gate man yeah of never comics. forget cheese gate no oh, shit. When did the and Fight Club the Fight
1: Club book came out last Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Cover price 3.99, 5.99 sticker on it.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. like that's not even if it was a variant like it was 1 in 25 or something, I could see that being higher, but no, that was just a 50/50 cover like you could order as many as you want.
4: So I don't feel so bad Spending my fucking back issue bucks. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. The guys like, uh, you know, the two bat, the two Batman books were fucking eight bucks each, and then um, he's like, so that's sixteen, and I was like, dear man, don't worry, I got it. And I (laughs) dropped, well, you know, I went from the top instead of the bottom. I'm not spending my five dollar back issue issue bucks first. So I'm like, 25 cents, 25 cents, 50 cents, 50 cents, dollar, 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 two dollar, two dollar, 16 bucks. Because I get fucking, Nye's gave me some of his because you know his stance on anything you touch. He wants only digital. So he's like, fuck you, paper comics. So he gave me all his back issue bucks. So I walked in there with fucking 54 bucks of back issue bucks ready to spin. Fuck yeah, you did. I didn't do my homework and saw the last issues I'm at on, like, Hawkeye, Wonder Woman, Batman. Ah. You know what I mean? I should have did my homework. I wanted to, but then we kind of rushed it. So I was going to walk in with back issue bucks and catch up with as much as $54 would let me. So. That's a solid trip, sir. Oh, you know it. Wait until my next trip. (laughs) Cause I'm gonna look through. I gotta look through my comics and find out what other. Cause I need to catch up on on Hawkeye, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, but Azarello's not doing Wonder Woman anymore, right? Right, and no. when no. yeah,
2: when you get to the end of that, just stop. Just yeah, stop.
4: Just yeah. Stop. Don't touch anything else. Yeah, I, but but I do want to finish Azarello's Wonder yes, Woman run. Yes, you do. I want to finish Fractions uh, Hawkeye. Uh, I do too. What about? <laughs> I would love Aquaman? to. Is is Aquaman worth? Aquaman's still pretty good. Okay, so I need to catch up on Aquaman, uh, Batman, and then I'm just gonna do everything else on the pre. Once I run out of back issue bucks, I'm just jumping to trades. Yeah, get the a other get guess. the other Moon Knights. And to and- be
1: fair. So like- I didn't give you my back issue bucks because I don't want physical comics anymore. <laughs> I, I haven't had a job since 2010. So. But you oh, no, still not know. true. Oh, not true. I did have a job last year for one day. so. You still don't want paper, though. I can't justify buying $3 comic books. When $3. I don't have any money right now. Four dollars. Okay, Four dollar comic let's books. Say,
4: let's say you had a job and you were financially cool. Are you going to go back to physical comics or are you I, digital? I much prefer
1: trades over floppies. And I don't have a Kindle or anything of my own right now, so that's where we're at on that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's like, now hold on. Fuck. Just so we clear the air about
5: this, like <laughs>
4: comics, okay? Well, what the hell, you're talking about Jose. But um, I I like Fight Club. I mean, I I think it's it's interesting that, you know, the man behind the original opted to do a comic instead of writing a, yeah, a second novel. Cool. Well, he, he said didn't kinda, he didn't
0: really opt. He oh. kind of was backed into a corner to do it. Yeah, he said enough? that
1: the story is just so dark and depressing that, that he couldn't do it in
0: prose. Well, it was also some kind of rights issue with his publisher, and he had a disagreement with them, and he couldn't take it to another publisher, ah. but he could do it as a comic somewhere that's else. That's kind of rad, actually. So he got through a legal loophole by doing it this way.
4: Eh, that's fucking straight-up Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it kind of is. Also... I think another fucking epic Tyler Durden moment that I did was the last uh, book I ever checked out from a public library was Fight Club, and I never returned it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it! But I, I, I recommend it. I dig it. I dig it. the The whole thing that that you know he was able to get Tyler to disappear and kind of play it off as, you know, all of that was in my head. Nothing really happened. I didn't collapse the stock market. Like, none of that really happened. It was just in my head, and I need to live a normal life. But he got Marla. He got what he wanted, and then what he wanted turned boring. Because she was, you know, she's in love with Tyler Durden. But it took Sebastian. That's kind of cool. I dig it. So, I'll, I'll go back and check that one out. If you're a fan of Fight Club, it's worth picking up. You know, it's still the first issue, so I'm not yeah, saying yeah, it yeah, for sure. Sucks, but I dig the premise <laughs> of nine years later they have a kid and he turned into what he hated. That's
2: cool. I dig it.
4: Yep. So that that's where I'm at. And then I got some other books, but I'll get them, uh, when I get caught up, I'll let you know. I got up to issue of five of Shaft, and I got. That that book's pretty good. If you dig uh like shaft begins kind of thing where he's not the it shaft again you know <laughs> as <laughs> yeah. I would watch that movie so hard. <laughs> it's pretty good. It, um, pretty cool. You know, he's like a twenty year old blowhard shaft right out of the Vietnam War. Doesn't have a place in the world yet, trying to figure out what he wants to do. And fucking cracking skulls, taking names, and fucking being goddamn John Shaft, motherfucker. Like, like a like a Shaft do. Exactly. So that's my comic talk.
2: What's the fuck on, man. So that that will be our show. It's a long one, guys. That's a good one.
4: Oh holy shit! It's fucking one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's got we to
2: We went deep on them. Hot takes.
4: We're some shitty bitches sometimes. Oh, also, to go with my name, I didn't talk about it earlier, but this Facebook gift thing, I'm out of control with it. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much shit fucking backlog ready to go. You say something, I'm fucking gifting it. <laughs> he, we have a
1: Facebook message between just the two of us, and he'll only respond to me in gifs
4: now. <laughs> Like fuck stickers, we gippin'. <laughs> <laughs> gippin' hard. Oh, just wait until they fucking allow audio on these gifts.
5: <laughs> well, that
2: is our show for this week. Thanks for hanging out.
4: Anybody left in the chat room? or we we burn them in audio oil on
1: them. Nah, yeah. still still plenty. I mean, this this is probably our best chat in months.
2: Fuck, I I yeah. right, man? Goddamn right. So yeah, see um, what else got? Uh, yeah, that'll do it, man. Come back. If you've not listened to us live yet, you probably should. It's a damn good time. We do this every week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at Chad.PanelsOnPages.com. You it's can, when the uh, takes
0: are the hottest.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: That's, that's when they're not, like, you know They're lukewarm on the download. Yeah.
1: We, we rehearse the hot takes before we actually hit record just to make sure yeah. they're as hot as they could possibly be. Yeah, don't want don't
2: to burn you, though.
0: <laughs> don't want to burn.
2: All about safety. Nice. Safe, sane, and consensual.
0: Then. Do do that t- Tilda Swinton joke again. <laughs> 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 Professional weirdo Tilda Swinton.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh
0: man.
2: <laughs> Ooh, that's a hot
0: take. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Email us popcast at com or uh, call us. Six one six nine five one one pop. Play the voicemails for you. Uh, yeah. That's it, man. So for Jason i Jose Guzman and comic kelly harris uh, i'm the lord reverend lee rodriguez we'll talk to you guys next week love you good nights and goodbye